Did you find that the soundtrack didn't match the movie? Is this for wait, uh, May Johnny December? Even... May December. Oh gosh, man. Was I? I wasn't. I don't think I was paying attention enough to. Uh, you no, know, you are right though, because it is kind of like an ominous soundtrack. Yes. I was like, wait a minute, why is yes. why are they playing this ominous, Fatal Attraction soundtrack? But the yes. movie has nothing to do about that. It's like it's it was a bait and switch. <laughs> like, it, what? it was completely a bait and switch on that trailer, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was like, wait a minute, where's the horror Fatal Attraction? <laughs> I'm gonna be angry this show. I'm gonna warn you. I'm no, warning no, you no, right no, now. No. I'm no, we got two, we got two good movies. There. They're, they're, we got two good movies. Yeah, but we got we got a a a, a Spade and switch movie, and then that oh. video game, which we're going to talk about first, because I'm I, really I, I'm really angry about that one. Yeah, we uh, I mean we, I mean we basically you're right. We basically got bait and, bait and switched into watching a Lifetime Network movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, uh, give me a beer because uh, oh I'm this I'm sorry this is Bevon I'm Leonard and I'm Gregory. Yeah, but get a get a beer and then something uh, strong. Uh, maybe one of the one of the bottles, perchance. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, this episode we have some uh, trailers. They've got the Fallout. We got the Furiosa, the Boys. Um, we got and then for the for the movie section we did Notorious by Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, made December, which was released yesterday. Um, and then we went old school Macadio, which I'm assuming you enjoyed because it's basically Twilight, like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, yeah surpri- surprisingly good movie. I mean, I was, I was, I'm shocked. I mean, I thought for sure I would. Be, <laughs> I mean, because you know, I mean, I mean, just because we grew up watching older movies doesn't mean we have to like and you know like them. But you know, this actually had like a a message. It actually made sense. And you're like, oh, okay, I, I I get it. I understand. It's like a, like a parable, so so to so to speak. Yeah, this is. I mean, I would say this movie's right up our alley for like supernatural fantasy type stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 it, it kind of harkens back to that my theory all the time about like you know <laughs> you know exactly what I'm gonna say. Like you get all these cool things when you're about to die. Like you get to see all this like weird like stuff. Oh, it was funny. We got. I got there, the dude. I got the jar with the red top. It doesn't have a label on it. Yeah, like I'm getting lazier and lazier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lazier. I don't want. I don't want stickers. I'm just like going color, like this top, color tops now. Yeah, Makes red sense. top. All right. Do you want to take a shot at what do you think this is, or uh, do you just want me to chat? You just want me to oh, don't look. You're looking. Oh, it smells sweetness. Mm. Now go you ahead. Go ahead and tell me what it is. You I'm should just, just be able to smell that and know what it is. Oh, it's a coffee. Like I'm. Or, I, I think. I, oh, the red top, like red label. Like is what? It, is it what no. I think it is? No. Oh no. no. I'm not smelling coffee though, so that's why I'm saying. All right, I'll tell you what. Do you want to take? Let's take a drink for a bit first. Um, okay. Cheers. Pros it. Mm. Wow, man, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, that's um, yeah, it's 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 as sweet as it smells. Yeah. Man, what is right. that though? You want to take a guess as to what the um adjuncts are in this? Or no, you can give up. Mm-hmm. All right, let me uh are you get you guessing or no? No, I'm not gonna even guess. Right. So this is um Coconut Scoop by Weldworks in collaboration with Three Sons. Oh, oh, I can get I get the strawberry. This, uh... it's, it's got the strawberry in there, right? Yeah, so this is like a Neapolitan, like a, a chocolate, strawberry, vanilla, and I guess coconut is the other adjunct in this. Hmm. I'm getting the strawberry and the chocolate, but now I'm, I don't know. It might be it might be like uh, overpowered, maybe. Let's see: strawberry, vanilla, chocolate, 
and toasted coke raw and toasted coconut. Hmm. Uh, nice. Is that a wax label on? Oh, that's an interesting. Uh, it's a it's, it's a, a double wax. It's like a you're making the Neapolitan right. Oh because yeah. The bottles chocolate Melted. and then the vanilla and then the strawberry. Yeah, it looks good. It looks cool. I I can. Uh, I don't see any AB. I don't think they do ABVs in. Uh, it's it's got some heat on it. So I can tell you right now, it's probably going to be around the thirteen to fourteen range. Maybe you're, pretty, you're pretty good with that too. You're 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 normally off. Uh, you're normally uh, proximal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you can feel the heat, so it might even be a little bit more. Because you know, I can you know, it's typically you got to feel it like in your chest, where you could feel that and you, could, you know get that bourbon type uh, feeling in your in your chest area. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna skip on the agenda to the thing, uh, video game pinball thing that came out a couple of days ago because uh, that was. That was, it angered me enough that uh, I almost threw my control. I almost I feel like asking for a refund. I mean, it was only five really? bucks, but huh. that, that was horrible. Did you play it? Yeah, yeah. And what do we? I enjoyed it. Th- I enjoyed no. it. Yeah. No, what? What did you think it was going to be? I'm, I'm a little confused. <laughs> what? Have you have you not played the uh, the other games prior, like the Aliens? And Are the, you ser- um... you you enjoyed playing the? Are you serious? I'm not no, a big pinball you, guy, so I'm only gonna play it for like for like five or ten minutes at a at a time. So it's not gonna be like I'm not gonna be there forever. So it's like a quick get in, get out type thing for me. Did you real? I mean, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make a couple of guesses here with this. Those, I mean, they might have re-recorded Kurt Russell's lines, but the other lines aren't even from the movie. They're like re. Oh no 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 yeah yeah voice yeah. actors. Well, voice actors. Yeah, the Kurt Russell stuff is definitely like pulled like uh, like dialogue. The, uh, yeah, you're right. Though, like the child stuff, he's that's like saying not, stuff that's, that's not, not a movie. child. It's imitation. Yeah, like, <laughs> couldn't they? Couldn't they get uh, what's his David Keith or the Keith David to like uh, like? Re- I mean, he's a voice actor. Why why couldn't they get him to to re- revoice himself? So who do I have to blame for this fiasco? Is it John Carpenter or is it Universal? Got to be Universal. It's got to okay. be Universal. It's got to be. Well, you never know. You never know. Because <laughs> well, I'll tell you that, one thing. They one thing they didn't I, get was the uh, the rights to the music because they had to like. Oh they, yeah. They had to synthesize Ugh. it. At least you know what it is, but it's not the music. You called it too. I'm I'm waiting for the music, and you called it. You said they weren't going to be able to get the music, and you're absolutely yeah. right. It's it's, it's a, a ding, mim- ding, it's a mimicry ding, of ding, the ding. music. <laughs> that's not me. That's not the theme. It's imitation. <laughs> it's, an, it's an imitation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like it's a parody. The thing, the thing, pinball machine is a, a, a thing. It's a, it's a copy of the thing. It's not even yeah, a it's real a copy. Thing. Yeah, yeah. And then they show the opening footage, but that graphic box is so small, like you it's, can't. Even it's tiny. Pinball. It's a it's a little yeah, like. I think they're trying to go with the way the pinball what? machines are. You know, Get like when you see here. like the old school where it has like that digitized like background. Yeah, and it's, yeah. They're going for that. It, it it looked and so even even the the look of the of the game is poor like the it, the the perspective the perspective of the pinball tables looks yeah. wonky isometric in a sense uh, up down isometric uh, uh yeah board. but the, like the proportions don't look right this isn't the way I mean you know I I enjoy playing video game uh, pinball uh, video games so, oh, so I, you so you know what you're getting though because this yeah. company's made games in the past this uh, Zen I believe it's called Zen if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I've, 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 because I played the Aliens one. I don't know if they yeah. put it out or another company. Same, same it company, was cool. same company, but this is a more, supposedly this is like a more advanced, like a, like, no, board. No. This is the M board. It's like more like, it's like a better board. Mm-mm. No, it's a worse board. The, the physics on it are horrible. 
Um, the perspective is horrible. The the dialogue's horrible. There's, there was literally nothing I enjoyed yeah, about you, this. Yeah, you, you're right. I did have a problem with the. I think it's like Childs, and it might have been like Nulls too. Not Nulls. Uh, not yeah, Nulls. Where like they're saying stuff, and I'm like, wait a minute, they don't say that. <laughs> like they don't say like 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 because obviously it's it's a uh, referencing the pinball, like doing stuff in the. I'm like, wait a minute, where, where did this come from? It was a, it was a, it was a, probably the biggest waste of five. I mean, it's only five bucks. I would I, I on Steam you can get your money back. So you could have got your you could get your money back on Steam. Had you have you had you bought uh, it on Steam? You could get your no, money. I back. bought it on the Xbox. Uh, that store. I do not know. How do you I get your money back on Steam? You could just say, on "Hey, Steam, I didn't yeah, like it." Yeah, yeah. On Steam, you could think you have like 40, 40, uh, 24 really? to forty eight hours to uh, to get to get your. Uh, if you play it less than an hour, then you get your money back. And and I so I was playing it and I played it probably for about maybe thirty minutes because I wanted to see some of the cool animations and but yeah. the, the physics on it are so wonky and I'm not sure if it maybe it's just the Xbox version of it but like you're trying to control the flippers and you're pushing the flipper button it's a so it's like a delay it's so delayed oh, yeah. that you can't hit the ball where you want to hit it at yeah people were actually talking about that the oh, Xbox controller is like a, it's a delay on. on the controller yeah come on so you didn't yeah, have I'm that problem it. on Steam. No, no, because I'm playing it on the uh, on the uh, the laptop, so I don't have to worry about that. It's in, and plus, it probably looks better too. Wait, do you have a, do you have a regular Xbox or is it the new one? Uh, I have a one, the Xbox oh. One. Oh, you do have an Xbox One. Oh, okay. yeah, but that's not the new one. What's the new one? It's Xbox X. Is that what it's called? Oh no, yeah. What There's is one that after called? the one, I think. Oh yeah, you're right. What is that called? System Xbox X. X? Yeah, I think you're X. Right. Yeah, I don't have it. So yeah, okay. So you have the old. So you have the uh, you have the PS4 equivalent of yes. the. Uh, Xbox. Yes, that's correct. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean that's like old technology. You got to get like the new one, you know. Dude, that that game was so disappointing. I was waiting for it. It took forever to install. I mean, it was just it was just What do you mean? It was only like it's only mess. like it was like 4 gigs, I think. Well, first of all, you have to download the board. And you realize yes. when you download the board, the game comes with it, but it's locked. Yeah. So, when you download it, it's there already, but unless you pay 5 bucks, you're not getting the game. So it's like is that like M? Is it M for like monster? Because it has like a money. I think so. Button. I think you're right. I think this you're right. Is, it looks bad. It sounds bad. It smells bad. I mean, it's just. <laughs> well, it's like you said. It's an it's an, it's an imitation. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I don't know. I didn't mind. I didn't mind it because it's what? just like it's. I mean, I mean, pinball's kind of mindless anyway. So it's like, but you're right though. I I did read the I did read that people were having problems with the latency on the Xbox controller. So. <sighs> You know, and, and but like the physics are off on it. I'm telling you, like there's that one. There's a one thing. Like if your ball goes down and you get the reshoot automatically after like the first thirty seconds or whatever, yeah. that ball immediately goes out. Like you oh, can't. Yeah, there's yeah, nothing yeah, you yeah. can do. It, it's like there's not. It's missing a flipper. It's missing a flipper in the upper left corner. Oh yeah, yeah. Some some of the boards have those. Some don't, and some do. All, board, all new board. All the pinball machines have that. Those flippers on top, and there's no. There's only two, the two flippers unless you go to the rec room. The and rec, that room, rec room, and that has like twenty yeah. flippers, and, yeah, and, and you, you have no. You have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and, and that ball, and when you figure like you have four flippers, you, you're gonna be able to keep the ball no. in play. No, it means no, goes it's down. gone. <laughs> I know. I know. Every time I went in there, it's just the ball just died real quick. <laughs> the stupidest game, the most frustrating <laughs> game to download, to play. It, 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 I was getting angry. I, I'm telling you, I, you know, we're big fans of the thing. We've always been big fans of the thing. And so you want to be able to capture some of that glory in a video, oh, in yeah. a pinball, which should be easy. I love pinball well, machines. So are you saying, do you remember that Xbox game that came out? The thing, Xbox uh, game? That yeah, no, I don't remember. I had it. I actually yeah. owned it. At, uh, was it any good or no? I thought it was okay. I thought it was an okay. Uh, um, what was it? It wasn't a retelling. It was like a, like an extension. It was like a sequel to the game or oh. to the movie. I mean, 
was uh was did it have McReady and Childs or no? Yeah, actually it did. Yeah, from the yeah. Um, this was a. There was nothing joy. There's nothing in to nothing to enjoy in this. There was zero. It like sucked the the life force out of the <laughs> uh, the uh, the content of the thing. Let me guess. You couldn't score that four hundred thousand points to get like uh, like an achievement. <laughs> you know, I, I I played it for thirty minutes and and it was just I, I don't you can't even. I, I almost feel like this might have been developed in a different country because even like the the directions don't make any sense. Like when you're shooting, oh, like I, I I, I'm going to challenge you to play this again. Um, wow! When you're trying to launch the ball, it it tells you like you know it's a skill shot, and it's telling you to do something that makes no doesn't correspond to anything that I could tell on the on the board. Mm. It's like it's like like you have to hit the flashing light or something like that. I'm like, where's the what flashing light? And it's supposed to be like McCready Shack. And oh yeah, no- yeah. There's there's like there's it says Mac on it, like and like like it's yes. like a light that goes like 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 it's circle. It's like his for whatever reason, like his check has like a name on it. I don't recall that from the movie. Yeah, but the, I think you have to hit that. They have to hit like his like the sign on the shack. Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand like what 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 was the actual skill shot though. I saw the yeah. so the letters do rotate the yeah. M A C, but I don't know what what you're supposed to do with that. Like so yeah. what? Like so. Yeah, the only thing I could you can I could get over and over again was hitting the actual dog because that gives you a lot of points, like five hundred thousand points for for hitting the dog dead on and killing it like right off. But then it goes off to the left corner, and it's almost like impossible to. I mean, unless I get maybe you have to have skill, but it's impossible to hit it when it gets on the left side. So it's like uh, I don't get it. Like, how do I get that? So you're saying I got to pay another five bucks to get on my computer? Is the way what you're saying? <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> It's too late now. It's you, a, it's you, already been spoiled. It's a you've already it's already been ruined. It's like that would be a waste now. That was the, the, probably the most frustrating thing I've experienced recently in my personal <laughs> life is uh, trying to download that game. And the why you know, and you're right. The Xbox One has Xbox One has an older technology, so it was the it was like eight gigabytes eight gigabytes to download the 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 main game the main game, yeah. and then probably like three or four gigabytes to download the thing. I'm not really? sure where the hell. I'm not sure where the hell three gigabytes went on that game. But first well, wow, of all, because it was only four. I think it was four point five for the entire game plus the thing on the on the. Uh, oh no no no! Not for me. It was oh, that's about, different. They're adding. About... They're like they're adding malware to the to the. <laughs> I don't even use that Xbox in here, but so initially it said like 40 minutes to download. I'm like, 40 minutes, like 40 minutes. 40 minutes. <laughs> with with high speed um uh, yeah. uh, internet. So uh, I was getting that sounds like was, more like a problem with your Xbox though. Well, maybe because it's older, it's older tech too, don't forget. Uh, well, I used to have that problem with the PS4 where it would download slow. And then I had then I figured that that I had to um to tweak the settings. To make it actually get like a really good download speed, because without that, it was going really slow for downloading. So I was downloading it on the on the the Wi-Fi, and it was saying forty minutes. I'm like, what the heck? I'm gonna go get my my landline, and I'm gonna hardwire the hard connection because it's okay, yeah. quicker. So then I did that, and it went a little quicker. It's like 10, 10 minutes, twelve minutes, something like that. Uh, and so I was all amped up to play the stupid game, and then the game was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I know maybe playing that later on too, just because I want to see, I want to see like the stuff. It's horrible. Oh, I didn't. Get, yeah, I, I want to get to the point where like the uh, the Norris creature pops up, or the I didn't even see the spider. I've been <laughs> I, I've been seeing the uh, the Norris or the uh, the Blair creature. You know, I'm waiting for those to pop up in the game. That's the first bean switch of this uh, episode today that we that I had to encounter this week, man. <laughs> Way big waste of time and big waste of five bucks. Could have bought a beer for that. True. Uh, 
So you didn't mind it as, as much as I no, did. I didn't apparently. mind it. I didn't mind it, but you're right, though. It's something that I, I, pro- I I'll probably get some of the achievements, and then that's a, that'll be the end of it. Uh, all right, let's go to our current events here. Um, now you know where we're. You know what we've been missing the last couple of weeks. We've been we or last maybe a couple of months. Uh, any beer news? We we don't. It's supposed to be talking about Not beer. Not really. Show. Now the only beer news I get is from you when you go to the <laughs> uh, the, the festivals. Uh, Anchor Steam. I think they're still trying to buy that. We don't have any. I still see their beer uh, being sold. So some somebody it's out there somewhere. No beer news. I mean, we just drop in the B. Uh, off of the show is just Vaughn and this episode of Vaughn. Oh, that, I always thought that was uh, from drinking the beer. Like, you know. <laughs> it's supposed to be a beer show. What's wrong with the beer? Yeah, that's beer. How am I supposed to get to the California Craft Beer Summit on a media pass if uh, we don't talk about beer on the show? <laughs> All right. Uh, Fallout. Um, they did th- so they they leaked the trailer or at least parts of the trailer, and I think they did it. The company did it, right? They must have because they knew they were going to release it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the thing is, I didn't even see the leak. I saw the oh. article with the pictures with the uh, the oh. photo. So, so I thought that's what you were talking about. No. Oh, so there was actually the 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 video had already came out then. The uh, yeah, the if you click, if you look at the article I sent you, there's a there's a video uh, link oh. there. And was it a bad quality or was it the same video? No, it was bad quality, but it was right in the center of the theater. So you know it was a you know it was a fix. You know the studio oh, leaked the leaked the I leak. see. I see. Yeah, so it was in a crowded it was in a theater and you see people's heads, but it's like dead center and it's like perfectly framed. So you know I, it was, get it. Uh, I see what they're doing there. They're trying to make it seem like, oh look, it's leaked, <laughs> but look at but it's really like the the studio PR like uh, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they do they do that. They do that quite a bit now yeah, to yeah. generate hype. Absolutely. Um, is Fallout Wasteland from the old school from the old days? It is. It, it okay. is. Yeah. The, it I was a continuation. So. Wait, you, well, you know so. what? Wait a minute. See, I don't want. See, I don't want to commit to that because that because Brian Fargo. You know, gosh, man, I want to say it's like a spiritual successor to Wasteland. Oh, I thought it was a direct. No, I don't think Brian Fargo was involved with the first game, but I could be wrong though, man. That's something that that because uh, Wasteland did have two other sequels after, but those were more modern. And I think Fargo was involved with those. But gosh, I want to say yeah. It's like part of me, like part of me remembers this being like the case, but I could also be completely wrong. And it might have had it, you know, the, the Fallout's supposed to be like Todd Howard. That's like the guy, and his name's attached to this this series. He's like uh, the big head honcho over there, you know. And the guy's always putting out like it's broken at the in the beginning, or it's like <laughs> crappy. But then it usually winds up being better, like maybe like one or two years in, they when they fix the game. Jesus, one like, or two years in. Yeah, yeah. You have to wait like one or two years for it's, like, it's like Blizzard, like with their games where they're always broken, and then they got to fix them like years later. Uh, so you've played all of these games. That is correct. I have. I have owned all, let me get this correct. There's Fallout 1, Fallout 2. Those are both isometric. There's Fallout Tactics, I believe it's called. And that's more like of a tactical game. That's like old. an, like an RTS? Yeah, it's like a, yeah, actually, no, it's not an RTS. It's like a, it's, it's a, it's like a phase thing where you got to move your guys and then you got you to do something. So it's a, so it's not a role-playing game, but you have to like tactical like game on the field. The movie guy, you got like 10, 10 spaces to move, shoot your gun with you know. So then the so then the 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 evolution was Fallout 3. That was the evolution of the game where it finally became like first person shooter or okay. over your shoulder shooter. That was and so that's so I had that one. 
Then there was Fallout New Vegas, which some people consider the best one out of all the, the series. I'm not sure why. Matthew Perry does the voice, and he's a voice of Matthew, Matthew Perry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's the voice of one of the one of the main characters in the game. Yeah. Ch- Chandler, the recent Chandler's uh, one of the main deceased yeah. Chandler. Oddly what? enough, yeah, he's like like he's beloved in the game. So yeah. what? Yeah, yeah he's a bad odd, guy, yeah. but he's yeah. But, and then there was Fallout uh, Four, which is relatively more recent. And then the most recent is the MMO version quote-unquote MMO version called Fallout 76, which I still, to this day, I still play. So so I actually still like that. So you enjoy the series. You're a big fan of the series. Yeah, I would say some of, there's ups and downs. There's, you know, some are better than the others. Some, there's some letdowns, you know, every once in a while. But, I mean, the fact that I stuck around, you know, tells me that I do like the the principle, you know, the the plot of the, you know, the whole, the, the post-nuclear uh, America, uh, the wasteland, whether it takes place in uh, the capital the uh, the desert and I believe this one the new the new series takes place in L.A. which is already causing a controversy like oh, uh, yeah. on the internet because people are trying to people are trying to figure out this game takes or the movie or the TV series Prime series takes place nine years after Fallout Four the events in Fallout Four so they're saying wait a minute how did the the, the Brotherhood of Steel get to get to California L.A. and take over that because California has its own factions and and that's what Fallout Fallout's like basically built all around all these factions, whether they be neutral, good or bad, everybody's like a faction, you know, so there's the good guys, there's the bad guys, and there's a lot of gray in between. Like you may, you think you're a good guy, but you may be a bad guy. So one of the factions, one of the most powerful factions in the fallout history is the brotherhood of steel. And those and, are the guys know, with the big the mecha, those are the big mecha armor. The, yeah. The, the you, silver mecha guys. The, the power armor has been a part of the American military in that, in this, that's the fallout lore, but they've, uh, they've reclaimed it and made them like, like the alt, one of the ultimate powers in the, in the, in, the, in America. So when you see the trailer, it, it, it harkens to the, the series. You, yeah, you know, right I, away, yeah, right away. You're like, Oh yeah, this is fallout. It's, it's very recognizable. I can say, I can tell you that. Now, what they're going to do with the story, that's another story. That's another, that's a whole story in itself. Nobody knows. I mean, you know, we do see, it, I'll tell, yeah, it looks like Fallout. It, you know, it's got the costumes. It's got the uh, the power armor. It's got the Brotherhood of Steel. It even looks like they have the ship from Fallout 4, the the Peridian, like, floating around. They got the, something, Pyrodina, not sure what it's called. It's got the uh, the Vertibirds, the the Brotherhood of Steel, like, uh, choppers. Uh, yeah. It's, it's it's even got the guns. Like, the, it's got the guns, you know, so I'm like, wait a minute. It's And it's got the creatures. It's got the Rad Roach. You see some, I think one of the characters killing a Rad Roach. It's got the ghouls. Isn't What's-His-Face one of the ghouls, one of the, one of the actors that we like? Isn't he playing? Boyd Crowder's uh, the yeah, main he's a ghoul. antagonist, I guess. I'm assuming he's a I bad don't guy. Think, I don't think so, because he's oh. playing like a, he's playing a bounty hunter, a ghoul. Oh. And it's funny, because I'm like, wait a minute. It looks like, uh, it looks Raylan? like. Uh, Is it Raylan? Like, or, it's not really. It, <laughs> it I mean, looks like him, though. Gosh, but I realize that that guy's in every every series yeah. now. We were Walton saying that, Goggins. like, you know who he is, but you don't yeah. know who he is, and now he's like in everything. <laughs> I like him. Uh, uh, he's basically looks like the Red Skull, though. I mean, that's is that what they is that what they look like? Yeah, the ghouls. The the so like in, in Fallout, Lord, there's the ghouls that are they're, the the ones that have their intelligence still. They look like ghouls, but they're they have normal. Uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, intelligence. intelligence, intelligence. Yeah. Where there are other ghouls called like feral ghouls that are like uh, zombies. Like they're more like you know they're feral. So so there's that. So they're even though they're you know you know they, they got the radiation poisoning and the burning and and this and this this and that south gives them a buff because now they're immune to radiation. They may not yeah. look pretty, you know, yeah. quote unquote, but they're they're immune to radiation now. So this is the April twelfth uh, release date. Are you excited for this one? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. How I feel about this. 
I mean, obviously we're going to see it. Obviously, you know, I mean, it's Fallout, so you got to you know, got to wa- at least watch the first episode or two. The the problem is here, it's Prime, <laughs> and and they've made some good stuff, but they've also made some bad stuff. You know, you know, you know, you know, they, you know. I mean, I mean, I still have yet to uh, see the the Lord of the Rings. Like, I refuse to watch that. Didn't they? Uh, I was going to say that. I was going to say the yeah, Lord yeah. Of the I, I ref- you know, I refuse to watch that. The uh, but then they also do the Wheel of Time. Who does? Who does the Wheel yeah, of Time? Yeah, yeah, they did yeah, that and, one too. And, and that I were, saw, and that was awful. So, did we watch that for the show and episode? I think we did. No? I think Gosh, we did. I don't even remember yeah. it. I think don't we did. It was a uh, yeah. Those are books that I read too. Or at least I read the first three or four or five books of the pretty thick books too. Uh, Oh boy, that was bad. Uh, the CGI and some of it looks okay, and in other parts it looks a little iffy. So I'm wondering. Yeah, I'm, ho- I'm hoping they're finishing the, up the, the 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 CGI stuff. Still, oh, it's going to be hard to do like the Brotherhood of Steel power armor. So you know that 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 armor, it's it's. I mean, it's impossible for it to be real. I mean, right. I mean, you see cosplay of it being done, yeah, but not on a scale where you have like an entire army of guys like yeah. moving around. That's all going to be CGI'd. Uh, they haven't played a game. Um, really. Mm-mm. Wow. I was just telling the kids yesterday when I was trying to play that stupid thing, uh, pinball machine, that I used to play video games a lot back in the day. Uh, I have not played a video game be- besides this uh, thing, uh, pinball machine. I've been trying I, I was going to say because you grew years. up. I was gonna say, well, because you grew up. <laughs> but the funny thing about that is nowadays <laughs> adults make millions of dollars just playing video games on like on, on streaming yeah. services. It, it's so bizarre. It's like, I mean, obviously you got to have a personality. You know, you got to be special, quote unquote, yep, special. I'm out, I'm out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you see these guys, but the, gosh, it's like this one of the big streamers who who does wow. You know, he's, it's like the guy is like, he's literally, he's like, he could be me. He's like a guy who's like, he's like, he's unkempt, he's unclean, he's like, but he's a millionaire. <laughs> I mean, this guy has like a mansion and it's like filthy. It's like, it's, it's, it's like, you would think that with all that money, you would have like maid service and yeah. like, nope, nope. Um, so yeah, we'll put this on the to watch. I was thinking of the Halo. So this one at least has the, oh, the, that, the creator. That's, that's another atta- example. Yeah, there but at least this has a creator attached to it. With that Halo re- Halo series, remember those guys hadn't even played the video game. They just yeah, but that's also worrisome too, though. Like I said, Todd Howard is kind of like he's like a like a persona non grata. Uh, he's like a like a pariah. We're like like Lucas, like George Lucas, perhaps uh, like Star Wars. I would say George Lucas, I think, is more beloved than Todd Howard. Todd Howard's like a guy who promises everything, but but never delivers. <laughs> at least not at front. Like, like I'm going to give you a world that's so open, yeah. and it's not. Like it's not. It's like, you know, but you know, I, but yet I still play his game. So, mm. uh, so that's going to be on our two watch list for next year. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Furiosa. Gosh, man, that they talk about CGI. That whole thing, that whole trailer, CGI. Is anything real in that? Yeah, well, uh, gosh, Anna, Ta- Anna Taylor Joy, I assume is. <laughs> now, is this directed uh, by the by the the husband Miller? or the boyfriend? Hu- is, oh, is he, no, the, movie? Is he no, in the movie or something? No, one of those Scars like guards. Is he like a producer? Yeah, he's got to be there somewhere. Like Scars guards, there somewhere. Oh, is that? I thought he was. I thought she was dating the Eggers guy, or or oh, uh, is it Eggers? Or um, what's you're the right, the director. Name? She's with the director. Yeah. Okay, is, okay, it, the director. is it Eggers or the other guy? I think you're right. I think it is Eggers. Or oh no! But the... he's doing another movie though. <laughs> he's doing Nosferatu, and which is the other one we're going to talk about. He's doing. Yeah, is it yeah. is it Eggers or is it the Hereditary director? Oh no! It's it's Eggers. It's I believe she is because remember we're like oh he's Swedish and I think we looked it up and it was like oh he's not Swedish <laughs> like he went to Berkeley or something. Like that. Oh Ari Aster's the other guy, but I think yeah. he, they're all they're both American. Like I American. confuse them. I confuse those yeah. two dudes because their movies are very similar. <laughs> 
the auteur. They're, they're going along with that auteur. Yeah, it's uh, really the, it's it's like a, it's like the Bachman books and Stephen King. It's really the same guy. Like a, probably a different names. I don't. I, I, I'm going to be in the minority as I always am. Uh, I didn't care for the first Mad Max. Uh, Tom Tom Hardy had zero lines of dialogue well, in that movie. I'm thinking well, it was about, just a big chase scene. What was that movie called? Mad Max? Was it called Mad Max? Uh, Beyond Thunderdome? No, no. no. What was that movie called? Because the movie was it wasn't really about Mad Max. It was about Furiosa. So it was yeah. like, wait a minute. What, why is why is Mad Max in this movie? No <laughs> because idea. They, because they know. It's gonna bring back member berries yeah. to like, oh, like, hey, it's gonna get us to watch a movie, and then we're gonna be like, oh, I see what they did here. I, mean, switch, I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't mind the movie, but it wasn't mad. It wasn't a Mad Max movie, so yeah, yeah, I, I did mind the movie. It looked, I mean, stylistically, it looked good. I mean, this one looks yeah. good, like stylistically. George Miller, right? I mean, yeah, this harkens back to the old school. A lot of the stuff in this harkens back to the old school uh, Mad Max Road Warrior uh, uh, stuff. Like, re- like heavily, heavily uh, member batteries, I guess, as you would say. Oh, yeah. But at least this time around, though, you know now. You know that it, it says it's a Mad Max saga, but there's no yes. Mad Max in this. <laughs> I mean, maybe at the end, maybe they might, he might have like a little, or maybe at the beginning. But this is a movie that's going to be devoid of Mad Max. He First of all, he'd be a kid or, you know, he wouldn't even be in the in the area. So it's like, it's like, okay, so you know what you know what you're going to, you're basically getting the, the uh, backstory on this character. Yeah, I need a timeline because I don't know when any of this stuff takes place. Is that Mac, Mac, Mad Max movie supposed to be after Thunderdome? The the original World War, it, well, Mad Max, the Thunderdome. You know, it's, I, I don't know because I feel like these newer ones are just like like added like at some <laughs> point. I don't I don't know if they're before or after or, no or if they even have anything to do with that timeline. I saw a bunch of CGI. It's called, it's, it's supposed to be her Odyssey. So I wonder if they're going to do some Homer parallels uh, in this. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And then the other big actor in this is uh, Thor, and he actually looks like Thor in this. I'm not sure if you picked up on him in the uh, trailer. Yeah, I saw his name. Yeah, they showed that one scene early on when the guy's all like, he's on the microphone. And I <laughs> thought that was him, but it's not him. It's a guy being no. like. And then you see him later on. I'm like, oh, there's Thor. Yeah, he has the long hair and the beard. Like that's his look. Like you, you don't, and no one wants to see him like all cleaned up. He yeah, wants, everyone yeah. needs the, the hair and the beard, and then like he's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't we see that stupid? What was that stupid movie you made me watch last year? The Spider. Uh, what was that? The with the uh, him and the Whiplash guy. Whiplash Spiderhead guy. is a Spiderhead. Spiderhead. Oh, what the? Yeah. What the? No, I, I. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Thor was it that? Remember Thor was it like the was like the controller guy, and was it the Whiplash guy who was in that one too? Wait. Was oh the spider? I think it was called Spiderhead. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> But that was like based on a story by uh, yes. somebody somebody we know. And like, gosh, yeah, that uh, was a bad that... movie too. <laughs> you know, what was the premise of that movie? Now I can't uh, remember what the premise. Uh, was. Uh, uh, they, they were uh, testing drugs on the people for emotions or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, so you you want to see this movie? I bet. I don't know. I don't. It's not a Mad Max movie. I mean, I want to see. <laughs> I want to see Mad Max. I mean, I'm old, I'm sorry. I'm old school. I want to see. I mean, I can tell you this. She won't die in the movie. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> she no won't stakes. die. No stakes involved. Yeah. She, she'll lose an she'll lose an arm and she won't die. I can tell you that right now. So does yeah. she have does she have no arm in? Uh, in yeah, the she Max? has like a mechanic, like an android or type arm or something. I might, have, I might have to watch that movie again because I didn't particularly care for it, and maybe I need to go back and watch it. Maybe, maybe. Um, the boys. Yeah. Did we watch that for the show or no? 
I think I we did. I think I think the initially the first season. I think I watched it maybe on my own because I knew about the comic the comic book. So then I wa- and then I was like, well, why don't we just watch it for the show? And I don't think I've seen that whole last season. I think. Oh really? I don't. Yeah, you know, The Boys is one of those shows. You don't remember the whole orgy scene where, like, they're at the... Uh... Oh, yeah. yeah so you, the you superhero orgy. Yeah, the superhero orgy. Yeah, you saw it. Is that at the... Is that the whole... Is that... How many episodes? That's probably at the middle. That's probably in the middle episode. I don't know if I finished that. Oh, 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 oh. There's that one woman. She's like a government person or, or a political Stormfront. person. Stormfront. That's her that name, Stormfront. Yeah, she's and like... She kills, uh, I think she kills someone in the last episode. No, they take her out. All the all the other oh, female supposed take her out. And they 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 they. Which and I told you that that's what that differs from the comic book because in the comic book Stormfront's a guy, so it's it's completely different. It, oh. It's not a lover. It's not Homefront's lover. It's just a guy who hates Storm. It's it's a guy who hates Homelander. So they're actual they're actually enemies. So in this they made sex. them lovers. Uh, yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. That's that's a TV. That the TV thing changed it around. Is Negan in this now? Is well, now he, he is. Now he is. <laughs> I like that <laughs> like, actor. Like, I like, that like guy. as Negan, like as Negan. <laughs> like, but, but wait, isn't it? Didn't he? Is this? Wait, did he? Did Robert Kirkman? Did he, did he also do the boys? It's like the same guy doing. Like, no, uh, I don't is, think do so. Do all roads lead back to like Robert Kirkman? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. No, he but, does the uh, uh, Invincible. I, I do like. I do like Negan, so it'd be good to see him in there. Hopefully, he's playing a different character though than the. Uh, is he type? I think he's typecast. He's typecast probably as a bad guy, even though he's more like he's not a. I don't think he's a bad guy anymore though, right? In The Walking Dead, because I see him with the uh, Maggie. They have the spinoff show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have yet to watch those. I've only seen scenes. I know Daryl has one. I know he. Yeah. Negan has one with her, and I have no idea what's going on. I, I mean, to bear in mind, I gave up on that series a long time ago. Yeah, it might be one of those ones I have to go back and watch like the last season or two and see how it wraps up. Is, do they bring back um, uh, what's his face? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't. Um, what's his name? Uh, Rick Grimes. Yeah, do they bring bring back Rick? I'm not sure. No idea. Wasn't there? Were they supposed to make a movie out of this with Rick and in, in the chronicling? Because remember, he gets taken out of the helicopter. Yeah. Back, yeah. I, and then we never hear from him again. Yeah, I just thought he dies. I mean, I assume he dies. I mean, unless he, unless they offer him money to, yeah, we know that would be a, an interesting idea. Though, hey, well, hey, we'll give you a movie. You know, that's even better than a TV series. <laughs> well, one of those things where I think he was going to go try to be a big actor, and I don't think I've seen him in anything. Yeah, you're right. Him? I think I think oh. he was like in one or two movies. Oh. But we yeah. we saw him in something for the yeah. show. I think yeah. it was a TV series or no? Yeah. We're like, hey, wasn't that Rick Grimes like in the? Uh... <laughs> oh, oh, oh! It was that. Stupid Guillermo del Toro series, that Cabinet of Curiosities. He oh. was with the wife and the bird. Remember the birds? Oh, wait a minute. The one with the birds. The birds. Yeah, remember there's a, oh. they're, they're, the birds are flocking around. I think their kid died. Uh, yeah, that's it. That he's he's oh, in that with I can't her. remember that one. Yes, exactly. Oh, I think it was the weakest. <laughs> I think it was the weakest episode. Oh, oh, you're right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're like in a whole, like a house. Yes, it's, like the, it's more like a metaphoric type thing. Yes, like oh, and they, oh, and they start seeing a kid. I think they, she, the wife starts seeing a kid, like hallucinating yeah. a kid. And then my my theory was that she killed the kid or something like that, and that was gonna be like the twist, but it wasn't the twist. <laughs> She's like an ornithologist. They're like ornithologists or something like that, studying birds. Right. And she's all about the birds. And he wants to like be intimate with her again, but she yeah. lost the kid. And she so can't she's get it out of her mind. Then I see yeah. that she killed the kid. Like she, she's the one that. Yeah, that's the last time I think we've seen uh, Rick Grimes. I don't know what yeah, his so name is. So he's definitely Andrew Andrew acting Lee in England now. He's probably just, he's probably just acting in England now. Uh, so it's Furiosa, maybe. Yeah, it's, maybe. A rent, it's a stream. It's a rental. Yeah. 
Uh, speaking of, uh, oh, I'm sorry, we went to the boys. So the boys, uh, so the the trailers, I never know what to make of these trailers. I guess it, they're starting. It's more political. There's like a like yeah, a but it's team. all yeah. They started getting more political, like in the in the last season. The last season, it really should have been. It should have ended last season. So really, this is like, eh, like you're kind of like you know they're they're really pressing their luck now. It should have ended. They, sh- they should have killed Maeve. The you know then you know, but now they they're gonna keep it going now. And it's like it just it doesn't. Appear, I don't even know if I want I want to watch this like a season. Really? You're yeah, out. I mean, because that last season was kind of like eh. It's like they've gone, they've deviated so far. They did deviate so far from the plot that it's. You're right though. It's kind of like a political thing now, where it's just like, oh, you know, this, this is this, this is this. And you're right. This one is going to be obviously it's going to be political. Yeah, it's like Team Homelander versus Team what's her name? Star Girl, Star. Star Oh yeah, Star Girl. Oh yeah, you're right. I didn't notice it because because like the 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 resistance they're wearing yellow like for like her and the uh, and obviously the Homelander guys are like 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 MAGA like Make America. Yeah, is this like a Trump metaphor? Is absolutely absolutely. It's 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 almost it's like it's so it, it's like writing has gotten gotten so easy now that all you got to do now is just, oh yeah we'll just do politics. Oh boy, um, what else do we got here? So it's just something that that Nosferatu. I don't know why Eggers would want to re- remake Nosferatu. Why would anyone want to remake that movie? It's a classic. Uh, it's a classic yeah. film. I saw like a little blurb because I was doing the research on it because I because I, I I thought that that you, there was a trailer but there's no trailer. It's just like mm. it's more of a word of mouth than what's and what's a on. picture. It's a picture where they show the girl and then the hand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I was just looking at some of the. Uh, they're, actually, I was looking at somebody talking about how the original Nosferatu, when it was made, Ooh. it was uh, back in the day. Because obviously, it was it's supposed to be Dracula, but they couldn't get the rights to Dracula, so they went and made that movie. They, they changed Dracula, Count Orlok. Dracula becomes Count Orlok, and they made the movie. And I didn't realize. That they got sued by the Stoker uh, estate. Oh, really? And, they, and Stoker won. Ah, <laughs> so the nice. movie was actually illegal. Like when it was released, it was burned. Like it was like destroyed. Huh. Somehow I got out and became like you know, pro- arguably one of like the like the greatest horror movies of all time. So it's like, I haven't man. seen that in years. We might might have to watch that on our. I thought, we, I thought we watched it. Didn't we watch or did we watch the uh, the, uh, the cabinet the, the, Caligari. Caligari? No, no, that I, that I remember. That was more recent. But I thought we watched the uh, uh, Nosferatu. No, we should go. We should do some German expressionism films. Oh gosh, Nosferatu. Can I, listen, can I listen to like? Can I listen to like German like? Uh, like Halloween? A like what? Like what do you no, want? Not, like synth and like. Uh, remember that one character that Mike Myers used to do? Like, uh, like my name's Dita, and he used to wear like the black bodysuit, and it was he was into that like that art stuff, art and uh, you know German expressionism type uh, like stuff like that. But his music was like electronic, you know, like stuff that uh. I do like. We can do uh, M. We can do some Fritz Long. What about my oh, uh, Metropolis? Yeah. Metropolis is a classic film. And oddly I mean, enough, I've actually seen M. So that's that's the odd, odd thing. with the uh, Peter Laurie. Don't forget, yeah, Peter Laurie. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't yeah, M for like film. molester? Is it? Is that what that means? Yeah, it's basically yeah, basically it's like a like a like a serial killer pedophile. It, yeah, like mole- like how do you say molester in German? Like a, <laughs> I mean, I, I I assume that's what the M stands for. Yeah, it, no, it's a, obviously classic uh, film um, in in German, but I mean, pretty famous film. I think if you're like a film student, it's yeah. obligatory. Uh, yeah, viewing. Our, our grandmother liked the movie. That's why I saw it because she was watching it. So then I really watched it with her. yeah, like a PB yeah. on a PBS. I would imagine. Um, no, I I don't think so. I think it was like on one of the channels. I think they were just no. showing like a Peter. Lo- yeah, they were doing like a Peter. No. Yeah, Peter they were doing a Peter Laurie oh, like maybe thing. like a marathon. Yeah, it was like Peter Laurie. Now we have like his like his more controversial like M. <laughs> controversial. 
Uh, that's another guy who like he never ages. Like he's always looks the same. Guy doesn't ever look old different. He wound up becoming like a uh God, what's it like you would see him like the most was that one animation with the uh Francesca. Oh, like, like the a, Bugs Bunny. Was it the it Bugs wasn't Bunny? Bugs Bunny? Well, that, no, it was, like a, it was like a stop motion. It was oh, a stop yeah. motion thing with yeah. Francesca. <laughs> was that like the it, Misfit Toy Island? Was that that it, or no? It might it, it might have been, but if I remember, Francesca kind of reminded me of Sally. It was like no. a precursor to like, uh, I think she might have been like Sally. Uh, let's see. Oh, I, there's a, I just threw one thing on there because I just read it right now. You know how they're doing that Roadhouse movie with uh, the remake with uh, Connor and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, is that the is that the one where they the UFC one? Yes, yeah. Oh, well, okay. apparently that's going straight to video, that's straight to streaming. So there was supposed okay. to have like a big theatrical release, but I guess uh, they made made a decision that they were going to skip a, a premiere. And when you say streaming, you mean like on an actual like service like Paramount? Yeah, or it's a, it's a, it's an Amazon. It's, oh, it's really? Go straight to Amazon. Oh, okay, I can yeah. watch it. An, okay, we can. Yeah, we, we can so it's probably it. going to come out next year sometime. Early probably early next year. Well, that makes that easy then. Easy. Thing. Um. Let's do. We want to do uh, May December first. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say let's let's <laughs> let's get that like let's get that off the board. Like Frost Dietrich off the board. Oh shoot, man. Oh, that was a tough. I'm again. I'm again. Again, I'm really opposed to two hour movies now. I think I can't. Uh, I can't sit there for two hours. Yeah, yeah. But the the thing about this though is all the notes that I have to write for something that it's like like why am I even like why am I doing this like what what's the point like this it's a lifetime movie like this like 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 I have like deep embarrassment here. Is this supposed to be a satire on 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 the film industry? I was trying to figure out like what is what is going on with this besides the straight story. Is this like a sad? Cause I think it's like a satire on actors and a, a satire on on people trying to make movies. I think. Well, the first thing is, see, my you know, without trying to do too much research prior, I thought they were doing a thinly veiled, uh, um, gosh, what's a what's the word? It's not a parody. It's a when you want to do like a like a biopic, but you can't use the real people. Oh yeah. So yeah. yeah. And it's basically they're doing that that Mary, uh, what's her name? Uh, Turner, Mary, I think. Mary like that. Laternal, yeah, Laternal. That that infamous case where she's an older woman and she has a uh, uh, sex with the, with the kid, yeah, uh, boy. And they have they have get they have kids and she. It's, I mean, it's basically that's what this movie is. Yeah. But we can't. We have to call her something else, and we got to put a little spin on it because we can't make it seem like we're just doing that. So let's have let's have Natalie Portman play an actress who's going to play her in a movie. It's almost like the like a. Like an inception, like well, in the movie, <laughs> he's gonna play her. Uh, let's do another. I'm gonna need another port to get through this. What do you? What do you want right. to? What do you want to grab? I will say the soundtrack was interesting though. It was a little yeah. heavy. It was a little. I think it's all in D minor, if I'm not mistaken. But... I wouldn't say it's D minor. It was more like a, you're right though. It was. It was more like of a, a for like a like a. I wouldn't say a horror, but like a thriller type. Do you think something's yeah. gonna happen? Like oh, you know, it's gonna be like a weird thing. Nothing ever happens though. It did not match the content for sure a little bit of this i like it i think i'm gonna put it on my rotation for a little yeah, bit you're, yeah i guess you're right because yeah but yeah if you were to go well, oh yeah what movies just go to and you're thinking <laughs> oh it's got to be some like thriller no 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 this is a it's a it's a movie about a woman who has a, you know has sex with her with a kid but it goes to show you that how how much a soundtrack can alter the tone of a film because this, if you take the soundtrack away from this movie, you're it's exactly a lifetime. You're right, it is a lifetime movie. The soundtrack <laughs> tries to add some of that. Uh, it tries to make it more important, like it, like, yeah. a, like like this is not a lifetime movie. 
That is a hundred percent correct. There's a there's one scene. I don't even remember what it was. I think it's a scene with Julianne Moore, and she's literally doing nothing, and this that sound just the the music just pops out and scares the crap out of you. But like nothing's happening on screen. It's weird. It's super weird. But yeah. But that's why I think maybe it's a it's a satire on on film and actors and and the need to try to find something to shoot. Maybe it is. It's also kind of weird that. I mean, they really don't delve, even though they do give you some past history on the uh, the Elizabeth Barry character, the Natalie Portman, which, well, I have to say is kind of awful in this movie. I, mean, I don't even think she's that good in the movie. She's uh, she's like, uh, she's got this like obsession with, with what's it called? Method? Not method act. Like when you, yeah. you got to be the yeah. character, you got to become the character. The, yeah, method acting, the, for sure. Is it method acting? Okay. Yeah. She has to become the character, which is, I mean, you, yes, a lot of, you know, we do see some of the bigger actors do that where they become the character, even on like the set, they're acting like the person and what, not the character. But I'm like, wait a minute. So where's the, uh, the other people? Why don't, why doesn't everybody do this? You don't have yeah. to. It's almost like a narcissism thing where they got to become the character. Uh, what do you got for a beer over there? I got the other bottle. I might as well go with that. Oh. I got the pistachio color. I mean, the uh, chartreuse uh, top. Well, there's only two jars, so it's pretty easy to figure out what this is. Hmm. Pour a little pour there, a little bit, so I can take some pictures later on. Uh, I don't think this has any adjuncts in it, just a, an oh, FYI. Okay. Did we do this already? Did I buy two bottles of this? I don't think. Oh, I'm not right. sure. Okay, uh, you can smell it. What it is? I mean, clearly you can smell. Uh, I'm not getting too yeah. much off of it, though. I'm sorry. I'm not getting too much. Uh, like a like adjuncty smell. No, no adjuncts, but you can definitely smell the barrel on it. You can tell it's going to be hot. No, no, not really. Actually, not you, really. You're not getting barrel on this? Mm, not really. All right, here we go. Cheers. What was it? Come on, you're getting the barrel on that now. Yeah, now I am. A lot of barrel on that. Wait, did we just do this? See, I'm just saying, I think we might. No, there's no way because I, no, there's no way because I only bought one bottle of it. It um, definitely this, has heat on it. That's for sure. Yeah, this is Ogopogo Brewing. This is their fifth anniversary barreled aged imperial stout aged in Blanton barrels for oh. 30 months at a 14.6 ABV. They could definitely feel the heat on that. So it's, 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 it's a little bit more impact than the, uh, the last one we had. You know, we should get some of these um, these uh, bourbons and whiskeys and try them with the, uh, with the beer. And like do a, like a comparison, like here's the bourbon bear, here's the bur here's the Blantons. Yeah, but I, see, I don't think that works though. See, I'm gonna tell you why. That's like beer. Like, hey, oh, let's let's compare like Budweiser and like a good craft beer. It's it's like so like let's say you get the whiskey. What whiskey? Is it gonna be cheap like whiskey or is it gonna no, be we're like gonna get the Blanton? We'll get, no, we'll get the Blantons from the the barrel that they use. Get that whiskey. Oh, so this is like this a, is Agent Blanton barrels. We should be shooting a shot of Blantons. I feel. Oh, Blanton. Uh, but I assume you, everybody puts that out, right? It's not. It's not just one company, isn't there? Like, doesn't no? Like, Bl Blanton is the company. Oh, oh, I. Oh, okay, never mind. Okay, so that would be like if you use like a Heaven Hill barrel, like get a shot of Heaven Hill and 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 sip on that for a little bit. That's what okay. I'm saying. That's, that's still gotta be expensive though, right? Yeah, the, the, the these Blantons, these Blantons, you can't get. It's, it's a, they're impossible to get a hold oh, of. Oh, well, there you go. Well, that well that defeats that that uh. I, although Raylan did get one for his uh, retirement gift in in uh, that Prime Awful yeah. series. Yeah. 
Uh, all right. So this is May, December. Um, this was getting a lot of Oscar buzz and, and I disagree with you. It's going to get a bunch of nominations, including Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore. Natalie Portman's awful. The, uh, <laughs> uh, um, Julianne Moore's fine. She's, she basically, she's playing herself like, you know, like every movie she does. So <laughs> she's fine and she's older now. So it looks, it makes more, you know, I, I didn't care for the, for the, the, I, I like the actor's a good looking dude. But I didn't, I know, just the way he just portrays the character where he's yeah. kind of like timid and like, uh, like, you know, it's just something about it. Just, it's, I don't know. It's just, um, I mean, I mean, I get this, I get they're trying to say like that he is like a stunted upbringing. Like yeah. He's kind of like, uh, he's got mental problems now, even though he's pretty well to do, he still has mental problems. And, and we do see that kind of come out later on. So this is directed by Todd Haynes. And I was looking through his filmography. Yeah. Um, the only thing that was worth noting, which I don't think you've seen, but you probably should go. You should probably see it. It's probably on YouTube. You could probably watch it. He did a film that I think I saw back in film school a what? long time ago, and it's called Superstar: The Karen Carpenter Story. It's Ooh. a 1987 uh, short film. Um, but the Ooh. thing here's the thing. Okay. Oh, don't 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 besmirch Karen. How dare you? <laughs> no, but I'll tell you that the film is done with Barbie dolls. Oh, I, th- I think I know what you're. I think I know what you're talking. It's about. It's actually pretty. If I remember, I think it's pretty poignant because obviously Karen I know what Carpenter's, you're talking about. I think oh, it became yeah, like a meme seen or something because I've seen this before. I I know I've seen like pictures of this. I believe it was it was uh it was controversial. She, he might have even been sued by Mattel or whoever the hell makes Barbie because oh not by you know, the Carpenter, not by uh what's his name the brother. <laughs> I don't. I, gosh, I don't even know about that. But I think I think Barbie kind of. I think. Uh, Mattel might you're, have banned it or something like that. You're right. They were uh, the company. I would think that they would be the ones that would go after uh, the, him more so than uh, the brother Carpenter. Richard Carpenter. Yeah, because you know the whole thing about Barbie and the perfect image, and so and Karen Carpenter oh, has yeah. that, that body dysmorphia. So it's kind of a poignant little short film from what I remember yeah. uh, back in the day. I'm about to watch that. So I'm definitely not going to have to watch it. And I, and I assume. Wait, does it have the music or does he have to bypass all that because he can't he can't use that? It's a short film. He might have done it in film school, maybe. So who cares? You know, one oh. of those things, maybe. Because you gotta have like superstar in there. If it's called superstar, you have to have superstar in there at some point. You gotta well, you gotta we'll have to look for it on YouTube later on and see if we can find it. Def- I'm definitely gonna watch that because you know, I mean you know I like Karen. So. Yeah. Uh so that was that's kind of interesting to know. I, when I saw it, I'm like, hey, wait a second. I saw that way back in the day. It was pretty mm. uh, interesting. So he did um, that, huh? Yeah, and then then he went from that masterpiece of this nonsense. <laughs> he, you you know it's funny. I was watching this with a friend of mine, and we said the same thing. It's being switched because that trailer is nothing compared to this film. Well, there's a reason. There's a reason why we wanted to watch it. It's like, oh, look at this twist. She's becoming the 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 wife slash uh um I want to call it you know, predator. She's yeah. becoming that person. It's gonna be like an evil takeover, a hostile takeover. Nah, yeah, it's not that's not happening. It's nothing. I mean nothing happens in this movie, right? Yeah. It, it's a life it's a it literally is a lifetime network movie with big actors. Uh you know it, we talk about this often enough on the show. You have to have at least one likable character for oh. for me to enjoy this film, and there's no likable characters in this movie. No. I I almost want to like Joe, and then he just winds up being like, you know, it's like it's like Ed, even even Joe's kind of like messed up, you know. Fact, you know, when he uh, when he copulates with the uh, Elizabeth character, it's like, oh, he's just like he's not even likable. It's like you know, I want to yeah. like him. I think he's gonna do the right thing and be like, oh no, I can't mess around with you, Elizabeth, because then he kind of has that somber voice. But now he's yeah. he's in there he's in there like a 
<laughs> well, well, he wants out. He's texting that woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do, and they never do that explain woman. that. They never do explain no. that. Because, no. yeah, the initial thing is he's texting <laughs> somebody. And you know it's getting kind of a little spicy as it starts to go yeah. along. Like, hey, like, I thought you were married. Like, yeah. He's like, we should, go to Mex- we should go to Mexico, he says. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, hey, I thought you were married. Yeah, they're, And they're obviously hinting at, uh, what do you call it? Like, you know, and people do this, like the cyber affair type stuff. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go try to go through some of this qu- uh, quickly, if possible. There's a whole metaphor with the butterfly. I'm not quite sure. Um, I, I need to think about that some more. Is, is, is Joe the butterfly? Um, it's a it metaphor. Because be, he's, he he's the one it. that's breeding them. He's the one yeah. that is breeding them. So it could be like, I need to discover myself. Yeah. Out of this, yeah. Out, out of this Chris, what is it? The chrysalises? <laughs> the chrys- I say chrysalis, but I think it's chrysalis. Chrysalis. <laughs> I need to I need to spread my wings and fly. Yeah, well, he has that one. Tar- he, he he tries to have that one. I'm jumping around. He tries to have that one conversation with uh, what's her name, Georgie Gracie. Uh, he tries to have the name Gracie. the the conversation with Gracie about hey, I think I was a little too young. It's oh, kind of really yeah, like yeah. the the climax of the film, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was too young to make those decisions, and then she just shuts him down. Like, but he, it's, he's kind, it's kind of weird me. too because he he balls up like a kid in that scene. He's yeah. he's 30, 36 now, I think. So. But he balls up like a little kid and he's like, I think I was too, you know, instead of just telling her, you know what, man, you know, I, I want out. But it's, yeah. all, it's like, but then on the flip side, they show him at the end, he's happy that his kids are graduating. So it's like, you're, you're like, oh, I'm conflicted. Like, is, does he, I mean, obviously he's proud of some things, but he's not proud. He, he, he probably hates the other stuff, you know? Yeah. It's weird that that graduation scene's kind of weird though, because he's kind of watching from afar. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's sitting down in the stands, but he's kind of oh, yeah. watching from afar. Is he going to take off? You think? I guess that's a good question. It, yeah, you're thinking because you're right because the kids are gone now. All yeah. his kids are gone. So you're right. I think at the, I think the conclusion is he might be He's out. he might be taken out. Yeah, he might be uh he might be t- taking that next uh, text might be saying like let's go to Mexico and <laughs> good because he does he does the the conversation is that we're going to have an empty nest now. What next? What next? And so maybe that's his way of like hey, yeah. I'm, I got to get out of this now. Here's my opportunity. Did you also think that that he was kind of, he's like an easy easily influenced guy even as a man I'm sure he was yeah as a kid. oh for sure she's but, dumping but, on him the whole time she's he's like another kid to, oh, to oh her. absolutely absolutely because even but even when he's an adult we see that one scene with his father smoking and then he grabs oh, a yeah. cigarette and obviously he doesn't smoke but or you know but he grabs a cigarette and then that scene with the son with the son smoking a joint mm-hmm. he takes a, takes a joint it's almost like he's like I got to be like a part like I'm easily influenced I got I got to do this you know. And I think that's because of the wife has has made him like bend to everybody else, including yeah. especially her. Yeah, you're right. That, that probably the, the argument, the only decent scene in the movie is that scene where he confronts her, and then she's like, "You seduced me." I think that to me, that's like that's probably the only scene that actually is is like, "Oh, that's actually kind of like, oh, I get it now. I see what's going on here." She turned that around real quick. That she made she made it all because you know everything's about her. I mean, oh, she's absolutely, so super selfish and egocentric throughout yeah. this whole film. And oh yeah, I think that final scene shows it too, where she's talking to the Elizabeth character. And she tells her like she tells her about Georgie, her real son Georgie. Oh he's yeah, kind of an a hole now. And yeah. then like, oh yeah, oh what he what he taught what he what he said about my brothers molesting me that that didn't really happen. He's an insecure person, and I'm secure. Like it's <laughs> almost like she's very nonchalant about it. Like she's in charge, even though we see her very depressed too. Yeah, um, she's like a sociopath, like a predator sociopath, I guess is what I would say she is, because uh, like a megalomaniac. It's all it, like she's smarter and above everyone else around her. But you're right; she does have those those uh, those breaking moments where she gets uh, she that claims she doesn't she claims she doesn't have feelings for the past, but she really does. And and, and nobody can be devoid of of everything you've ever done. It's impossible. So the setup is. 
Padme is going to make a movie and she's going to portray um, Gracie. And so she's going to go spend some time with Gracie and the family to get to know her to do, I guess it's basically her research for the role. Yeah. Um, and so as she gets there, she sees Gracie, she sees Joe, um, she sees the kids, um, the ex-husband, uh, the attorney, the guy who owned the pet shop where they met. So yeah. she's interviewing everyone to try to get, you know, again, to conduct her research for the role. Yeah. Um, and see, let's see, she's reading the tabloids. Uh, she comes when she gets to the, the I guess her, when she first gets there, she has that box and it's like a box of oh, yes. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. And I guess that's regular. It happens regularly to them. Also, the, also, we we do we do notice that they have a, a pretty nice house. It's a it's a pretty yeah. large, uh, sprawling uh, little house there. And I guess they, they do mention oh, like Inside Edition paid for this, and oh, and, okay. And they're probably getting money for the movie too. So like, so that's how, you know, that's how they're 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 paying for that for that stuff. Because I'm like, wait a minute, where how, where do they get this house from? Like he's 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 a young dude, you know. Yeah, but they're living, they're not living in Los Angeles, don't forget. They're living somewhere in the south, I think Georgia or somewhere over there. Oh, I think so you're right, Georgia. Yeah, that house, right. that house is like nothing over there. Yeah, but it's still, but it's, yeah, but it's still big, though. I mean, you know. He's like an x-ray technician, though, right? True. He probably true. makes some decent money. That's true, yeah. She, I don't think she, well, she ain't making any money anymore because that cake, the her cake business is probably going to go belly up. She's making cakes for everyone, and then at the end, they cancel, people are starting to cancel orders. I think it's only the one, though, and then she she breaks, she breaks down about one yeah. person because they're leaving, and I think she's thinking that they're, they're all, oh, they're, they're not going to, like, buy for me, even though it's only, the person says, like, oh, I'm go, I got to go do something, so I can't take the cake, but I'll still pay for it. And she, in her mind, I think she snaps and she thinks that, oh my God, they're never going to do business with me again. It's, you know. Well, well, maybe that, but that might, there might be some truth for that. Cause remember, I think it's the attorney who says, oh, you're right. You're right. Um, you're right. They're only buying the cakes as out of kindness for her, like, she, I don't, which is kind of weird. Like they would she give her has charity. a rotation of friends. Yeah. Basically, she doesn't have, she doesn't make new friends. When people know, you're right. She has a rotation of close friends. In fact, one of the first characters who's actually named the movie for some reason is her friend. And her friend talks about her. Like, I think her name is Rhonda, I believe. She's like, she, for some reason, she's mentioned by name before anybody else. Joe's not mentioned. I don't even know Gracie's name until, I think it's about 20 or 30 minutes in the movie before they even mention her name. So, like, Rhonda, though, is talking, you know, in fact, uh, Elizabeth talks to Rhonda. And she goes, oh, yeah, you know, everybody seems to like her and stuff like that. And so so I'm like, so you're right. She has, like, a rotation of friends that, that you know, I mean, you know, I, I think it's kind of normal. You have your good friends. The problem is trying making new friends, especially for a business. Why isn't she like a pariah though for what she's done? It's kind of weird. I think she is. I mean, well, the like you said, like I the lawyer says, so. is she a pariah though? To some, to some people, she's. I mean, oh, but, I, I'd say to some, probably to a majority of people, probably. It's because I know she's getting the packages of poop, but those are probably coming outside of the 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 town. In the town, she seems to be okay. I mean, it's not like they're they're shunning her. She's doing that no, flower but, but arrangement. everybody knows about her. So they're probably, yeah. you know, that's probably like, you probably hear like murmurs and like, you know, like, oh, like, like oh, there's what's her face. So um, Elizabeth's doing the research. She looks at all the tabloids. Uh, she's a TV star in a show called Nora's Ark. I guess she's like a veterinarian on TV. She plays a veterinarian on TV, I think. Is that what it is? Oh, <laughs> I, think oh. So. I think so. I just, I just, yeah, I know they show that one commercial too. Is like a commercial of oh, her, yeah. like. Is that, a real, is that a real commercial? That's her? what I was wondering. Because <laughs> she does do like those a, commercials. Yeah, 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 exactly. I see her all the time doing those commercials. Uh, let's see, the babies be, be born behind bars. Um, there's that one scene where, gosh, it, you, you start seeing the relationship when Joe's trying to get into bed and he's been grilling 
And oh, so yeah. he smells. And she's like, hey, you smell like, you know, it, it's not. It, it, is this also suggesting, too, that she's no longer sexual? Is this is this this got to be just got to be something going on here, right? Where they're no longer oh, like intimate. Like, maybe. you know, it's it's because there has to be because there's a reason why he's starting to text, you know, like, yeah. you know, he's starting. He's and he's got, a you know, he wants he's obviously gets attracted to Elizabeth. There's, uh, you know, he's he, I don't think he's having sex anymore with her. Yeah. If he is, it's not the same. Yeah, I, I think that I would agree with that. Uh, she's texting someone, flower arranging class. Um, sh- 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 so she's a, kind of weird. She's a hunter, and she she shot oh, yeah. the the quail that they're eating. Yeah, I thought yeah, that, that was gonna sense. pay off. I thought that was gonna pay off. I thought she was gonna kill. Oh, the ending scene. You're thinking, oh, what's gonna happen here? Yeah. Like, this gonna be like she's gonna do herself in now. It's over. Yeah, I thought for shotgun. sure she was gonna do herself in. Yeah, I for sure thought someone was gonna happen. She has that gun. She's hunting. The music's ominous, yeah. and then she just sees the fox and like uh, they yeah. they they have uh, her spirit animal or something like that. <laughs> they look and at each other. <laughs> yeah, she's not funny hawks. She's, obviously she's looking for some kind of fowl. It's a she's got a double barrel shotgun. She's probably looking for more fowl, something to cook. But yeah, she looks at the fox. And it's like, wait, I know this is supposed to. I know the direct the writer director says this means something, but I'm not. I don't know what it means though. It's so weird because then they start talking about how they met. And then, uh, and then she's saying, Hey, Joe was in the same grade as my son, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't meet him though. I didn't meet him there. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that is creepy. That is, you've got to be some, so you got to have some serious mental problems. If you're going to look at a 13 year old and say that's attractive. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this and I was, you know, I was trying to be like, uh, trying to be trying, trying to give her some benefit of the doubt, you know, I mean, maybe even the real woman. For for thousands of years, old men oh, have okay. impregnated young females all through history, and nobody like really bats an eye. I mean, you could look at all like you could look at the religious you know books too. It's a very like common thing, and and I mean obviously we're supposedly I guess we're more enlightened now and we're more you know like society you know like oh you can't do that now. If this if this happens like a long time ago, is it okay? If she you know can an older woman hook up with like a young boy like back in the day? Probably not. No, right? there's always been gender biases throughout. Time, so old so. men can have like yeah. I can be like ninety years old and I can hook up with like an underage girl, right? Back in the two thousand years ago, it's old no big white deal. man. Old white man could do whatever they want. Well, I don't it's, think it's just white men. I mean, I mean, I, I, mean, I could. I mean, there's various scriptures that that you know. I mean, I'm not just talking about the Bible. There's other religious texts that that you know. You don't have to be white for that. That's just something that's existed all through humanity. Um, so the grandson, her grandchildren from her previous marriage are going to oh, yeah. graduate at the same time as her current kids, are, oh, which is pretty creepy. You know what? I was wondering <laughs> why, like, why is the fam, why is their family there? Like, why are the, oh. I was wondering why, they, like, I was like thinking, like, I was thinking, why would you have your old, the real, the original family come to yeah. your, this, your, you know, this weird celebration so they were graduating too yeah there's a there's a I, I the I awkward run-in at the restaurant yeah really i totally awkward. missed that i was wondering why they're there <laughs> see a wedding might make more sense but i'm like wait a minute why are they there at the graduation that's because her grandchildren are graduating with her <laughs> the grandchildren of the first family are graduating uh, with the children of the second family real creepy. yeah okay that yeah that is yeah that is weird uh let's see elizabeth meets with the ex-husband to get his side of the story uh, and then there's that man disturbing scene where the daughter's trying on the dresses for graduation. Oh yeah, I noted that. Yeah, ah. and she says something weird about the your arms are exposed, yeah. and it's almost like she's telling her that you're not physically fit, yeah. so you should cover your arms up. But oh, she doesn't say it wince. like that. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, she, she says it. She says it as a like a backhanded compliment. She says something like to the to the effect of like you're very brave yeah, for showing you're very those brave ar- to show those, those show those beefy <laughs> arms off. Yeah, you're right. She doesn't say that, but that's what she's saying. <laughs> that's, Gosh, what she's saying. that's rough, man. Mental yeah, health problem. But then that play that kind of uh, re- reappears again later on when with she, the scale. Yeah, just, like 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 he gave me a scale for my for my graduation. <laughs> and, oh, no, no, this is a normal normal thing to give scales to like everybody. Is that the director inserting his like Barbie his uh, Karen Carpenter uh, uh, film? Oh, yeah. Maybe he has a thing of body yeah. dysmorphia. But also then, bear in mind, see, the weird thing about this movie too is they try to make it seem like she's got has this like tormented past. Even when they mention the two bro- the two older brothers are molesting her from her son, and then we find out that's not true. So there's really no tormented past. Like it's like, wait a minute, where's your you you travel a lot and you move from Virginia to you know all over the place? That's your tormented past. So you really can't pinpoint any like sexual abuse right. or anything like that that she can you know go back and oh that's why she's doing this now oh I get it. Uh, Padme does that one thing at the pet store where she goes in the store oh, room yeah. and she yeah. kind of has that fantasy of what it would be like to have. Oh, sex I thought it was more. The... Yeah, I thought she was actually. Uh, oh, see, I thought know. so too, but I don't think yeah. she's pleasuring herself. Is she supposed to be pleasuring herself? I think she. I, well, she's feeling it. That's for sure. She's yeah, feeling she, it. Yeah. I mean, literally, not, I mean, no, no, yeah, I mean, no, I mean, yeah, she's, you know, I mean, yeah, well, I can't, I'm not a woman, so I can't speak for like, you know, I feel like she's probably has, she's, you know what I mean? She's yeah. like, you know, she's feeling it, like, yeah. Yeah. So she's trying to recreate what it must have been like having sex in the, uh, in the storage room. And she's also positioning, she's like, she knows, like, yeah, oh, this is he where took, I would, yeah, <laughs> like, I would go over here and sit on by the door and just like, it's like, wait a minute. Like, do you think so? Here's here's a here's one thing I'm gonna say, and we'll, and we'll probably get to we'll get to it and talk. I'll talk about it a little bit more. And, you know, I'm not gonna talk about it. But let's just keep on going. Um, and she she starts looking at the 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 demo tapes for the 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 Joe oh, actor. Yeah. <laughs> They're that's, like that's that's, that's a creepy <laughs> coming out of her mouth. That's creepy too. <laughs> She's like, and the weird thing about it is these are actually kids. They're not yeah. like typically in Hollywood, typical in most Hollywood uh, movies. They have they hire act young. You know, you play young. You could play young. You know, in a movie. But she's, they got like young kids. Oh, he's 13, like to play this role. <laughs> and then what she tells the, I assume it's the, the casting director, I guess. Yeah. She tells him like, hey, can you give me somebody more sexy, like a sexy tw- <laughs> a sexy 13-year-old? <laughs> Which oh, is funny because the final scene is funny. The actor they they, they get. Oh, yeah, he's hot. <laughs> he's hot. But the, the weird thing about this is he's playing Joe. And, and I'm like, wait a minute. He kind of looks like Joey Jeremiah. Like, sure. <laughs> he, he looks like Joey. It's like it's Joey. Yeah, like just Joey. To go back and do a side by side. Look at him. It's like he's 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 a good looking kid. Wait, I assume he's older. And you know, they yeah. really good. Like one of the thirteen year olds will do this thing with her. Well, maybe they will. Yeah. Uh, so she has lunch with the attorney that defended uh, Gracie to, for oh, yeah. the trial, and then oddly enough, the singer in the band is oh, Gracie's yeah. kid, Georgie. And we see, we see right off the bat, he's an a-hole. He's berating his band members. He's throwing, I think he throws like a drink at the drummer. Like that's the slowest yeah. version. I mean, he, so right off the bat, you know, he's an a-hole. Yeah. And he basically says, Hey, this thing ruined my life. Like this is, and he tells you like, Hey, this ruined my life. So that's, that's that. And then later on, he tries a black, I think he tries a blackmail her at the end. Like, I won't say anything if you give me like a, like a, what's it? A cat music uh, director thing where he, so basically yeah. he wants to do what I do. Like like pick the songs from my movie. Pick the songs from the movie. Yeah, exactly. Like I want that job. Can I get that job? Yeah, he basically says, "Give me that musical director uh, yeah. position, and I won't talk smack about the film when it comes out." Yeah, yeah. Much. And I'm like, hey, yeah, like, like oh, that's what that role is. That that's that's what, I want that role in Hollywood. 
Uh, there's that weird thing where she goes to the high school and and talks to to the drama club. Yeah, and it is a weird scene. Like graphic sex scenes. <laughs> with the yeah, kids, they, the high yeah, school kids. Apparently, what? Well, this is I feel like this is modern day modern day classrooms too, where it's all. Like of course you always got the one kid, like or you know probably more than one, but the you know like <laughs> like hey what about sex, <laughs> you know, and of course so like, no 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 I answer it, and I'm like what about the teacher? The teacher doesn't even see that. Uh, we should, we probably should pass yeah. on that. That's the next question. Like nope. it's a lengthy it's a lengthy answer. Yeah, it's lengthy, like, oh, yeah, inappropriate you feel, answer. You feel it is like oh. and, the, and then they show the kid, they show his face, the actor, and he's got this look of like oh okay, <laughs> like, even he's oh. kind of like stunned. Oh boy, uh, let's see. So uh, obviously, um. Uh, Elizabeth is studying Gracie's movements and makeup and hair and wardrobe. She's trying to get all of that down uh, for her role when they start filming in three weeks. Uh, let's see. The, her, she, she has that meltdown when the orders of the cake got, get canceled. We talk about that. Elizabeth looks her up on the sex offender registry, which of course she would be a part of uh, for that. Interesting, interesting though. I noticed a little bourbon that says like pred- predator and it says no under predator though. So I thought that was interesting. Huh? It's for, oh, it's, maybe... it, it, it has like, like check marks for like, yes, no, like on what, what they've done. But when it's under predator, it looks like it said no. So like, maybe because oh, she's not like a repeat offender. Maybe is that. Oh, maybe, maybe a predator might, might imply that there's multiple victims. True. Perhaps. True. True. Uh, Joe gets high with the kid and kind of has that that breakdown because he's clearly having some some issues with the relationship. Oh yeah, because he's all over own. him. He's like, I, like I love you, bro. Like if, if this if this were two friends, you'd be like, I love you, man. Like yeah, you know, especially, they're, like, they're more like brothers. They're like more like brothers than they're more. Than, you're right. Well, he's only thirty six and he's already what eighteen or he's yeah. eighteen. So I mean, you know, it's like you're right though. They're more like uh like teacher teacher and uh, they're not <laughs> like father. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can, you know, and I have, I've had friends that are obviously their younger fathers are head friends and now their kids are older, but they had their, you know, they had kids when they were younger too. So it's not, it's not a far-fetched thing. Now at 13, that, that's a different, I don't, I've never known anybody, a guy who had a kid at 13. That's a different thing. Uh, lunch with the family. That's when the the old family comes up. We talked about that scene. Um, you're right. Georgie talks, Georgie tells Elizabeth that, that his mom was abused, but she, which, which he later says he made up, but maybe he did it. Maybe it is true, though. We don't know. We don't know who's telling the truth with that story, right? Yeah, but why would he tell her too? That's the thing. So like, he tells her like he's like apparently she goes like I talk to him every day. So apparently yeah. he is in communication with her. Maybe he wants money from her too, though. But, but maybe she's just saying. But maybe she's just saying that too, though. You don't know. But you 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 don't know what well, she's saying. That's true, true. But we do know that he did talk to her because she has that information. Yeah. You know? So we do know that they at least had talked that one time. Uh, let's see the blackmail scene for the music director, uh, <laughs> and then for, then convince con, con, coincidentally she needs help with her uh, with her machine with her her respirator machine. Whatever oh yeah, that's, that's brought up early, so you know that's gonna that's gonna play into the thing because we initially we see that the uh, the Elizabeth character Natalie Portman she's she has asthma, so we see this several times in the movie, and then we then later on we find out that Joe's sister who took who took care of had bad asthma so we know at some point this is gonna collide and come together and this is the scene where it comes together collide and come together you can't say that <laughs> well i mean i mean you know this you know this you did know you, there's a reason you, why did you write that out ahead of time you're gonna no, say no. that no no no. <laughs> no i mean you know i mean this is gonna be it's gonna be a plot point so she needs help with the machine coincidentally and yeah, uh he which, the nebulizer, which is so funny, because yes. I thought it was gonna be this big old machine, like oh, oh, it's like a big old like you know like medical machine. It's just like a little attachment to yeah, the. Yeah, she's thing. using that as a as a premise. Oh, to, absolutely. Uh, 
out. Yeah. And that's part of her method acting, right? She needs to have him. Well, she wants to see, I think true. Yeah. She, yeah. She has to see right. how, like, 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 I need to, I need to test out, like, see how yeah. easy it is to. For, like, that's what she's doing. She's immersing herself in the role. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, he gives her that love letter. Um, that the, oh. the, yeah. That's a weird scene because it's almost like he's saying like, here, this is how I, this is what really happened. And, and yeah. It's, it's, this is what really happened between us. And then, of course, they have that uh, eight-second sex scene. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. See, which proves my point. Yeah. He's he doesn't have. Having, he, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. No, he's a 36-year-old guy, and you assume that if he's having sex regularly, he's, that's not going to happen. I mean, it's, it's impossible. Well, maybe they might. Well, wrong, I mean, but, but then again, how long would would I last with Padme? <laughs> like, yeah, but it's probably, not, be, probably yeah, but it's an older seconds. Padme too, so it's not <laughs> like uh, um, oh, Star the Clones Wars Padme. <laughs> Padme, yes, like yeah, like okay. Attack of the Clones. Oh, what is it? I I truly deeply love you. <laughs> You're either with me or against me. <laughs> Trainer. <laughs> oh, oh shoot. Uh let's see. And then he and then she winds up offending him, saying, like, hey, uh, all of these stories, you know, and then it's like it's not a story, it's my life. Uh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He hey. thinks he, he thinks they have sex because there's a connection. And she's like, Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, what adult, it's what adults no, do. It, adults yeah, it's what, yeah, well, yeah, we we're animals. <laughs> we you know, you know, when the you know, when the you know the when the dogs and the cats get together, they wanna, you know, they wanna that's what we just did. And and probably when one of the best scenes as you talked about is when Joe wants to have a conversation with Gracie about what happened yeah. way back when, and she basically just shuts him down uh, emotionally. He's like, "I was 13. and then she's like, "You said, whoa, 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 you said, <laughs> whoa, 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 Mister, you seduced me. Let's get this straight here." And then yeah, he, and then she says, "Who was in charge?" But it, it makes yeah, who, she makes it seem like he he was in charge. Oh yeah, no yeah. Way. It's like, who was in charge? Yeah. Like who wasn't like like like. Mental. It, it, and, and, and I think this is also Ill. a masculine thing. I think this is also supposed to be like a masculine thing where like you're the man. So therefore you have to be in charge. Yeah. If you say no, you're not a man. Yeah. She turns a whole conversation around on oh, him yeah. and makes him again, makes him uh, seem like the aggressor and she's the victim. She's, she's always a victim in, in these conversations. Uh, let's see. Then we see that one like headshot of uh, Padme doing the doing her lines, and it's oh. like that's her that's her Oscar speech. That's her oh Oscar. yeah, that's the that's the letter. She's <laughs> reading the letter. She's 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 portraying or doing the scene of the letter, and so it's, now it's telling us what she wrote to uh, Joe. It's basically what the uh, what Gracie wrote to Joe. You're right. I I, I didn't think, I didn't think the acting was all that great in the scene, other than the fact that it exposes Gracie for like. Oh, you know, like, and don't forget to burn this letter because it's evidence. Like, it's like, it's like, you know, like, get rid of this. Dear Academy, for your consideration, that's is that scene <laughs> for your for your consideration for a best actor. And I think you're right because I think this is getting good reviews by the by the quote unquote critics on there. I think it's like a ninety plus. No, you're kidding me. I swear no. that critics are so easy to please as long as you have like certain certain ex you know certain things certain things give you like a like an easy ninety. You know, plus ninety-two uh, percent on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Damn, yeah. it's literally I, a lifetime movie. It's literally that. So. I, I will say this, though, and I think this is where I kind of disagree with you. I think it is well acted. I just think there's no content to do anything with. It's not exciting. It's yeah, not yeah. story wise. Yeah, story. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's not a badly shot film either. And like you said, it has a good score. Yeah, but it's got two big actors that we all know. 
and and to me, that's a selling point. And that's why they probably, gosh, and this is produced by, I think it's produced by Padme, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, I, I thought I saw, I saw her name. And also, I think I saw Will Ferrell's name on there, too. So, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm like, why is Will Ferrell, like, why is he producing this? Is this supposed to be, but remember I told you, I think it might be a satire. So is it black comedy? It might be black. It might uh, be a black comedy. I don't think so. I I feel like they just wanted to, they were like, hey, let's make a movie about Mary, what's her name? Mary Lou, uh, gosh, I don't even, I can't remember her name, but the real, the real person. But we can use that movie. So let's do, a, we'll put a twist on it and we'll get some big actors in. Um, There's a scene where she's hunting and sees a fox. I don't know what that's a metaphor for. Yeah. No he releases the butterfly, which I think it's his freedom because it is it is graduation. Wait, so, was so a fox it. was a fox a silver fox? Maybe like uh, <laughs> is that what that was supposed to be? <laughs> uh, all right, so I think he is going to leave because then that's the metaphor of the butterfly. Him setting the butterfly free because you're right. It, you're it is right, graduation day. Scene, the final scene. He is away from the family. Yeah, he's proud. He's obviously proud of the kids. I mean, he doesn't have any reason not to be. They're, you know, they're his kids, and they're and. Not only are they his kids, but they all turned out to be seemingly pretty all normal. And they're going to college, yeah. so that, that that's a big accomplishment. Yeah. So he's there, and they're about to go off to college. So that's his chance to get the hell out. And yeah, so yeah. Assuming. You guys are, you guys are, you guys are well to do. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you in the will, and I'm out of here. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Mexico with the chick who's doing <laughs> the butterflies. With the, uh, with the, the hot, text. with the hot girl I know from Facebook, <laughs> from my Facebook uh, butterfly. Well, uh, he, he, he he's he says her name. She's the one that gave him the tip on the butterfly. Like you got to put the certain oh, wood in the in the. I kit. thought I that's, it was supposed. Oh, I think that's the woman he's texting. In, okay, because I just thought it's supposed to be like a random. It's some obviously somebody he, probably from that from the Facebook group, but I I just thought it's like a nondescriptive female. Uh, graduation. Elizabeth leaves, and the whole thing where I'm secure. Um, and she dispels the Georgie thing with the brothers. Uh, so here's here's I think the supposed to be the twist of here's the twist of the movie. If you if this if this was an M Night Shyamalan movie, the twist to me is the last scene with on the set. The fact oh, of the matter. Yeah. The fact of the matter. Oh, the Joe Jeremiah scene. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that she's doing all this research to be um to be Gracie ultimately is what looks like a very shitty film that they're making. Yeah, you're right. She's on a couch. <laughs> it looks nothing like like the um uh, No, you're right. They're on a couch with a snake instead of being in the back room of like and making it more realistic. It's just like it's just like they're at a house. But no, don't get me wrong. You know, the directors will take liberties. Oh, we can't film it there. Let's just film it like we'll be at, at your house. You bring them back to your your house. But you're right, though. It does look kind of it does look. It's a bad like film. Bad. They're making a bad movie. Yeah, the it's set is bad. <laughs> so I think that's the satire of it. that. That's the joke of it. She puts she immerses herself in a role. But ultimately, the roles are really for a really crappy film. Maybe that's you're a, right because you're, you're right because you see like twenty grips and like you see all these guys. <laughs> and you're like, oh my god, this is gonna be like a big scene. And then the scene, it looks like it's like a stage production. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, what happened? It looks really bad, and the it acting is. for both of them is really bad. So it's kind of that's the joke. <laughs> she keeps that's doing the it. Joke. Now does she keep doing it over because it's better because she just wants to keep reliving that moment. Like I think I could do it better. Like I think I could do it better. Let's do it again. That, that's the joke. The joke is like she thinks she's doing an, a, an important role, and oh. and in actuality, it's just, it seems like a crap. It seems like it's going to be a crappy movie. Yeah, or it's going to be a it's going to be a, a lifetime movie. I think that's what the what the joke is. You know. Like this is the lifetime version. Ours is superior. This is she's filming the lifetime version. Guarantee you, best picture, uh, best no, actress, best supporting no actress. Guarantee, guarantee. No you. way. Best picture. 
Yeah, best picture, best actress, best no supporting way. actress. No way. Yeah. Maybe I give I give Juliana more probably for best actor. Maybe. Maybe or, or nomination. I give her a nomination. All right. Uh so what are your thoughts on this? What were your thoughts on this? That was awful. It's like it was it was an awful movie. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I would have rather have just. If you're not going to make it like a twisty movie like we thought it was going to be, where she takes over, she wants to take over like the family. Yeah, which I thought would have been more interesting. Then just, just show me the actual true story of the of the real woman. You know, just give me that. Give me the give me a, a lifetime biopic of that. I yeah, I really didn't understand the trailer. Um, trying to portray this as a like a dark thriller, and mm. it wasn't. It wasn't really. It wasn't. What genre is this? It's nothing. It's, it's just drama. drama. It's, just, it's drama. Yeah. That's it's, not what that's drama not what slash a pseudo biopic probably, and that's not what the trailer presented to us. Nope, nope. There's a reason why we got we were we wanted to watch it, and it sure as heck wasn't because of we thought it was gonna be a straight straight you know drama piece. Well, look at it this way: we knocked it out of the we knocked it out of the way when it gets nominated for best picture when we do the best picture screening reviews. Done. They need, Check. To, they, need to, they need to cut that off. They need to cut that back down to five movies. <laughs> I know, right? Ten movies. Jeez. Uh, what do you want to do, Vertigo or Macario? I have Macario at the top, so I mean, I'm sorry, Macario. Yeah, say it right. What's wrong with you, <laughs> Macario? I'm trying to find that song they play in the movie. I can't find that song. Hey, Macario is the white man's language, so I can say it both ways. Uh, yeah, I was trying to find hit the the montage, the healing montage song, but I couldn't find that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's pop another beer. What do you got okay. going on over there? Uh, maybe an IPA, maybe. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, I, I actually brought the three times three in, so I don't know if you want to do that or the one. I think you, I think you put one in there too. So yeah, let's so, do the let's do the other half. Okay, get that guy out. So Macario is in 1960. I believe this was nominated for best foreign film. I think it might have been the first Mexican film to be nominated for best foreign film, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? Yeah, I have my notes. Have uh, bu- 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 was nominated the first Mexican the first oh, yeah. Mexican film to be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film. That's what I just said. Also <laughs> into, oh, that's what I just said. But it's also considered to be one of the greatest Mexican films of all time. Yes, and that's what it, that's where we talked about last week uh, that this is considered one of the better uh, Mexican films, the, the golden but, age. But of then Mexican again, cinema. like how many Mexican films have we seen? That's a prop. The thing is, we don't you know we don't get to see Mexican films on the daily. You know, so it's not like it's not like it's a normality. Yeah, I think we need to watch. I mean, there could uh, be some great, there could be some great Mexican films out there, but we don't there are. see them. Yeah, there are definitely are. So, what, what do you got here for this beer? So, are you doing the, th- the three, the three times three? Yeah, okay, I got two got hands. It. Got it. I'm popping it too. So, this is are three you, times I, three. It's from other half. It's a double dry hop, triple, triple Indian oh, shoot. It is. Oh gosh, my hands. It's uh, it's a ten point two percent. Beer, hops, citra, citra cryo, matuka, Nelson, Savan, and Rawaka. Huh? Uh, is that Black Panther? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, apparently, this is a uh, okay. So uh, Omnipolo was a part of this, but I know that I, I, if I'm not mistaken, everybody's a part of this beer. I only see Omnipolo oh, on here. No, no, no. You're not looking right. It says brewed with friends. Omnipolo, North Park, Monkish, Trillium, Trone, oh, yeah. and Brujos. Jeez, that's See, everybody. Yeah. Wait, have we had? I don't think we've had. Uh, wait, Trone and Brujos. Have we had those? Uh, at festivals, I have. I don't think we've had oh, them on the show. Okay. Yeah, I know we obviously we've had. We just had North Park and we've had Monkish and Trillium. 
So what's yeah. three times three mean? Is this the third anniversary for the uh, DC? Or is there nine breweries? <laughs> so I thought it was going to be a triple dry hop, triple IPA, which would make the three times three make sense, but it's a double dry hop. That is I don't know what the, I don't know what the three there's not there's not uh there's six, seven, there's eight breweries involved with this. Maybe I'm missing one. Oh, so maybe that they, ruins the nine the three times three. <laughs> maybe they left it. maybe they left one off. Yeah. Maybe they they didn't have enough room to put it on there. Okay, let me pour a little bit of this here. I can see my taster is not beer clean. Yeah, mine is. What t- which glass do you have for the taster? I have the uh, Wakefest 8 taster. Oh, I have that here too somewhere. Okay. This is my paired from the Great American Beer Fest taster. Here we go. Cheers. Rose it. If the if the if the other half beers are so good, would we just now have to like rechange the bar to this is an average beer for them? Is that possible? I mean, we I mean, could do that. You can do it. Yeah, because you know it's like uh, it's like if everything's great, then that's their it's an average beer for them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everyone's gonna that's get true. mad at me. Other half, yeah, it's an average beer for them, which means uh, it's a great beer. Yeah, uh, Macadio nineteen sixty. Did you so you wound up watching the YouTube crappy version like the yeah the, the three the three sixty ah. uh uh what's it what is it called the uh, what is that called the resolution yeah I almost felt like and I did the same thing I almost felt like I should have rented it just to see the images clear yeah basically it looked like Degrassi it was that same quality okay so uh this takes place during the Day of the Dead time um it's a very is, strong that's the it's it's a very strong Dios de la Mortis. Yeah, so that's October, November, depending on. Uh, it's like the end of Halloween. Is I think November. It's it's I think it's a multiple day. Um, Although nowadays it's like at least here it's like it's it's put there with with Halloween. It's like they go hand in hand together. He's a woodcutter man. He has a lot of kids, and they're all obnoxious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I was gonna say that yeah, the kids are obnoxious. They're not even like you would think that he's humble, but the the parents are humble, but the kids are obnoxious. Yeah, he needs to spank them kids, man. He needs to take a, a, a twig and start get that swatting them. Just the chocolate starts, starts smacking. You're right; those kids are. See, I didn't, see. I was thinking this ago, but can, can I say that? Can I say the kids are really obnoxious? Well, it's funny because Macadio and the wife are super quiet. Yeah. And so I guess they don't parent. I guess they don't. That means they don't. Parent. There's no parenting. Apparently, there's no parenting. The, the kids get what they want. It's like you have kids. Now you gotta suffer the consequence of, of their uh, their their brattery. And there's a lot of them. There's like four or five of them, I think. Oh, right? There's more. There's like about six of them. That's like an army. They're all running around crazy. Yeah. Jeez. I could. I could say something about that and the fact that they're poor and that you're having t- like 20 kids. Like, you know, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's something to be said about that. But then again, this takes place in a different time, too. You know, it's a, what it, gosh, I'm, I was trying to pinpoint the year in this. It's got to be around the 1800s, probably. Oh, I don't know if it's that old, is it? Is, what's, I is think it's got to be around there. It's like, the, it's like, really? it's, it's, it might even be older because Spain still has control. You can see, you know, there's, oh, you know, the church. Yeah. yeah. The, the Inquisition, the Spaniards, yeah. the, the, the white Spaniards are still there. Uh, so the whole thing about it is they're poor and there's never enough food. We see them at the dinner table and they're pawing at the food. They're down in their food so they can have more. It's very little though. It's very. It's you know they get there's there's a there's a there's a there's few frijoles probably like a tortilla. It's yeah. very little food. And so Macario feels guilty about his kids being hungry, so he forgoes his food so that they can eat. 
Yeah, and, but goes. it's weird because he takes off, and the kids they, they just they just go crazy on it. They're like they don't even like like divide it. They're just like no, no, no like give it to me. But, yeah, they don't even. Add, yeah, they're not. They don't even. The mom. They don't wait for the mom to like dole it out uh, yeah. appropriately. They just and, start scavenging. And she, well, she even says later on. I think when they're doing the turkey, and she's all like, "I had to hide. I had to hide it from them. Like, or else they would have took." <laughs> they run. The, they run the roost. The kids run yeah. the roost, pretty much. Um. And so then they go, he's looking at the, the, the day of the dead where you have to make offerings to your, your oh, dead yeah. loved ones. Right. See, see, I, see I, gosh, you know, I, I don't know all about the day of the dead. See, I, I, I did not know that you have to do that offering of the food mm -hmm. and stuff, the food mm -hmm. and candles to the dead. I didn't, you know, I, I mean, I know there's the festival and stuff and you got the mask, you got the death mask, but I didn't, I didn't realize you had to do that too. Um, so see, the irony is like the dead, the dead are eating better than McCarthy. Oh yeah. Is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see like that, you see that one display where they got like, it's like gated off and they got like oh, all yeah. these turkeys and he's just looking at it like, man, that's what a waste. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, all cultures honor the dead to some extent, you know, like, you know, we, we bear the dead, we put flowers, but you just realize that there's all that food, man, just going to the dead. And, and I almost feel like. It's like this has got to be like a like a historical global thing, right? Because I'm sure the Egyptians did the same thing for like the pharaohs. It's oh like, yeah, you know, they put gold and stuff. It's like it's so weird. Yeah, for sure. Is that the whole thing where like you want you want that someone to do that for you when you're dead? So you it's like whole see, thing. But, see, but, like, the, uh, but the thing is, it's an investment. It's like pay it forward. That. Yeah, but you don't. Yeah, but it's the weird thing is is why would you want that? It's like, it's, you're dead. Like you don't need that. It's like, it's like, you know, I, I wouldn't go as far as say, give it to somebody else, but don't, don't do it. Don't give it to me. It's like, it's pointless. Uh, well, it might be that whole notion of like, how do you eat food in the afterlife? Maybe you need that. Well, right. I, I don't, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I'm sure every culture can, can, can justify the, how it works, but I don't know. So that so it's a whole festivity thing. All the shops are busy because they're they're selling their goods for to honor the dead. Um, they, obviously, the richer people are able to give whole turkeys to their dead loved ones, and we oh, see yeah. the whole procession of men bringing turkeys. And uh, Macadio is looking uh, longingly at having one of those. Uh, and then the wife, the the wife's such a a nice woman though. She sees, she sees, she does like any everything for him. I mean, she's she sees it, that he's he's in anguish over the fact that they're poor and that he can't eat. And then he has that one dream, which is pretty. It's a pretty. Oh, cool, that's a, uh, yeah, that's sequence. a cool scene. That's a I I I was calling. Oh yeah, this is like a uh, a Timothy Burton scene, like like pre like <laughs> Timothy Burton, like you know, it's got like the like the the puppets and obviously like the like the the dead. It's kind of yeah. like pre Tim, Tim Burton. Uh, so he's, so again, he's having that dream where we see the puppets and they're, they're separated by the rich and the poor, the haves and the have nots. And then we see him, he's the puppeteer. He's kind of has that, yeah, it, it that gets God creepy status. Too, it gets creepy because the family starts killing like the rich people yeah. and starts eating the turkeys. And then he's like, save one for me. <laughs> like, like, yeah. <laughs> so it's weird because he's controlling the puppets. And so he's kind of like God, but then yeah. it winds up backfiring on him because he loses control. He loses the control yeah. of the puppets. Like I'm here as God, but I can't eat the turkey. Like, mm -hmm. like my family's eating, but I ain't eating the turkey. Yeah. Pretty cool sequence. Pretty cool. A uh, dream sequence. Uh, let's see. He wakes up and then he finally lays down the ultimatum to the wife saying, I won't eat until I can have a whole turkey all by myself. And he basically, a very, very poignant, says, I've been starving all of my life and dying of hunger little by little. I won't die yeah. little by little anymore. I'm just going to die. Yeah. He basically, yeah, makes a proclamation. Yeah. 
uh, and then the wife, the, again, the wife, very sympathetic, understands his, uh, his pain and his, the, uh, and all the emotions that go behind that. You know, um, you know I, I don't know. Maybe this is mean for me to say, but <laughs> gosh, you know, God, and this makes me wonder, maybe this is, maybe this is the difference between, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the natives in Mexico and the natives in uh, over here in this, in this area. Why wouldn't you like pick up the skill of hunting? Is you know is, is wow. that is that like a skill that's forgotten? Maybe I I get I get that Macario is like a he's like a you know he, he yeah does the, he, he's he does the wood and that's his thing, but man you gotta and that probably his dad probably wasn't a hunter, but imagine if you have that skill though that's like oh you know you can no longer will you go hungry that one little skill can can save your family. Well, this is this film is very um, fatalistic, I guess you would oh, yeah, say. absolutely nihilistic, maybe um, yeah, and that. But you're the right. nihilist. It's the nihilist, or uh... <laughs> don't be afraid. They're nihilists. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's, well, I mean, obviously, the whole thing about this is death. Death literally is death. Death literally is the king in this movie. Uh, but you're right, though. He's in the forest every day chopping wood. Why can't he learn how to kill an animal? Yeah, or it's, eat? I mean, it's obviously it's not that easy. You have to be taught the skill. And apparently, you know, I mean, I, mean, I get it. They're, you know, they're, they're, gosh, you know, they're, you know, they're the native Mexicans there. You know the Spaniards are going to teach them. You know they're not. So it's like you know, and nobody else can teach them. Um. So the wife, understanding Macario's um uh, state, she steals a turkey for him. Yeah, she gets. I'm surprised she didn't get caught and like get yeah, hands yeah. chopped off. Apparently, well, they do have these ticket these turkeys running around. So it's not like they're like in a special place, but because you know they're running around like in this little like uh like it's area. A pen. It's a private. It's a yeah, it's, but it's, a, it's a pen yeah, for the owners. Yeah, but I can see the turkeys getting out. So to me, it's like I I I I'll I'll let that go because it's what? outdoors. It's not you know she's you hiding it. She's hiding it. Well, she's, she's covering well, she's it leaving. up. She's leaving <laughs> the place. <so. laughs> and also, nobody. Also, we do find out that the people are pretty close knit. Like, yeah. With only with the exception of a couple of people, everybody's close knit. They're like they don't want to, you know. They, I mean, I mean, let's be let's be honest here. Macario Macario is a, her- a heretic. He is like you know he literally <laughs> is. But everybody's done. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, so she uh, so when she gets the turkey, um, she starts stashing it because she doesn't want the kids to find it. She doesn't want the dogs to find it. She She's every want... oh yeah, the dogs there. Yeah, everybody wants this turkey, which may, which, yeah. which obviously it makes sense because they're poor. Everybody wants the turkey. Um, and so she goes, she, so she sees Mikado and she's prepared the turkey for him, which I'm not quite sure how, that's when my, she, how she cook it. I said the same thing. That's my, that's my one pet peeve. I was able to, <laughs> to bake this, I assume bake or, you know, do this turkey. Not only that, but she had to dress the turkey because the feathers are gone from it. So she yeah. had to pluck the turkey. I, I, one, uh, an argument, an argument could be made that she sent all the kids out to just to, you know, to goof around and mess around. Don't come back for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah, four hours, four hours. That yeah. bird. Yeah, but I got a feeling these kids can do whatever they want. Uh, so go out to the river and stay there for four hours. Yeah, but you wouldn't smell that turkey from a mile away. That smelled good. Well, she told him to go if down by poor? the river. It's a mile. It's a mile away. <laughs> and so she tells him basically, "Hey, I understand what you're saying. I've, I've, uh, I myself have always wanted something where I didn't have to share. So here's, yeah. here's the turkey. Take it and go away before the kids see it, because then the kids will basically." Uh, <laughs> probably mob you. They might mob you for it. <laughs> like Papa. So then Macadio takes it into the forest, and this is where he meets the, the three uh characters. Yeah. yeah, this is very, very ingenious. I have to admit, very ingenious. Obviously, this is taken from like a they say it's taken from a border like borderland, or not border border tales and stuff like that. It's 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 I assume it's like a parable, a story that's been told before. 
But yeah, the, probably. This is the Mexican slant on it. So it is clever. It's a very clever parable. So Percy encounters a devil. Um, yeah. And then my notes say he's wearing those Han Solo pants. Yeah, yeah. He's got the he's got the uh, the, the the mariachi uh, look. He's got the he's even got the 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 uh, that would be the cliche uh, mustache. Like the uh, you know whenever you see like the devil tattoos, they got that mustache with the little goatee. So he's he's telling uh, Macario, give me a piece of the turkey, and I'll give you my silver sport spurs. Mm. Um, and then when Mercadio declines, he says, okay, uh, give me a piece. I'll give you all the gold buttons on my pants. Yeah. And then Mercadio is wise enough to he's say, a, he's hey, actually very wise. He, yeah. he knows like, no, 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 no. People can think I stole that. I'm poor. Like they'll know yeah. I stole that. <laughs> uh, so then he, uh, he, he runs away from a devil. Well, I, well, then the final one is he offers him the forest. Oh yeah. And, he, and he's always, so, so like, <laughs> like I cut wood in the forest. What's what that going to give me? Like, like, you know, if I, if, if, if I could own the forest and like, you know, but he's right though. I cut wood in the forest. What's the, what's the difference? Yeah, and then he also says something to the effect of like you don't need, you don't the forest isn't yours to own. It belongs oh, to yeah, God yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And then oh yeah, it belongs to God. Yeah. And then so of course the next person he meets is God, and God yeah. says, "Hey, can you please share your turkey with me?" Yeah. And then God's base, and then Makadia's like, "There's no way you just you don't need the food." Oh yeah, you have everything. Like he just he tells him like. It's, it is weird because, like I said, Makara is smart because he I, I he pretty much knows who these these uh, representations are. Like, yeah. you know, I, like I know who you are. Like, if you're God, so you have everything. Yeah, he and he's basically saying you only want a piece to show as an act of. Uh, yeah, you of want faith. me to yeah exactly an act of goodwill, a, a kindness, which is which is which is a very Catholic thing, you know the you know the religious Catholic thing to do, which makes sense because you know the Spanish were pushing Catholicism at that time, so it does make sense. Uh, and then, of course, he denies God. And although then, he does say, although he does say at the end, here I will give you some, but God's gone at that point. God takes off. God's been shunned. He's God's uh, yeah, yeah. Off. He doesn't give you like you don't get second chance. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, the last uh, person he encounter, or the last entity he encounters, is uh, death. Yeah. And uh, death approaches him and says, "Hey." I haven't eaten in thousands of years. You might, can you share some of your turkey with me? Yeah. And surprisingly, Makadio says, "Yes, I will share with you because it looks like you haven't eaten because you know death's all gaunch." Um, and so, uh, and so, Makadio shares his turkey with him. Um, as they're talking and eating, death's like, "Hey, why did you come on? Let's have a come. Why oh, yeah. did you really give me?" half of your turkey when you said no to God and you said no to the devil. Um, Makadio says, Hey, like I did it for two reasons. One, because you looked hungry, but two, like your death, you're like, only like, appear, you only appear for one reason. Well, yeah, exactly. So, Hey, I'm going to keep this, I'm going to keep a conversation going because I'm going to die. I like, I know why you're here, which is funny because it does pay off at the end. Like, like he, he knows this was going to happen. Like, you know, it's like, I know why you're here. So here, you know, I, I need this conversation to go for like, a, I need to tell you the story. <laughs> like I need to... He says, if I give you half of it, at least I'll be able to eat half of it because if not, then I'm done. Yeah. It's pretty funny. And then of course, uh, death finds humor in this and uh, laughs. And then he as gives a... him the great boon, the boon. <laughs> as a reward, he, that water spot appears. I mean, that's a pretty good special effect too. I'm not quite sure how they, uh, they did that back in the day. Um, the water spot appears and and death fills up Macario's uh, uh, jug, and he basically says, "Hey, 
here's my here's my um my thanks to you for sharing if someone is sick you're able to cure them with a drop of this water if i appear at the foot of the bed yeah, there is a stipulation you can cure them <laughs> if i'm at the if, if i'm at the foot it's okay but if i'm at the head nope he's gone like like no power can surpass death <laughs> uh, and and even death we we we, we learned a few times throughout the movie that death is ultimately subordinate to God. I mean, if, oh, yeah, if your absolutely. time's up, your yeah. time's up. Yeah. Death is merely the vehicle for, for your, your, your move on to the afterlife. So I don't even, death doesn't even have control over it. Well, no, no. Yeah. And, and I, I think they kind of make that like a point, even though like death is like, a, obviously death is an important uh, a facet of a uh, Mexican culture at this point. I mean, isn't that the whole thing with the day of the dead, right? Where death yes. is like the, one of the main factors, but you're right. Even he is, even he is subservient to God in the end. Uh, so he says, if you don't believe me, you're going to have an opportunity. You're going to have an opportunity. Oh, yeah. You're going to get, <laughs> get an immediate opportunity. <laughs> So as he goes, we find out in the in back at at the house, one of his kids has fallen into a well. Yeah, I might have just let the kid <laughs> let the kid there. In the well. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> at first, I thought it was a random kid in the in the uh, area, but then I'm like, oh, there's the wife. Oh, it's his kid. So okay, one less mouth to feed, one less mouth to <laughs> yeah, hear. Yeah, but he has the boon now. I mean, I mean, you kind of see this coming. He's got this amazing boon now. He's now like the seventh son of the seventh son. He's like a, he's the healer now. He's got powers. Uh, the curandero, if I'm not mistaken, is well, the, the Spanish, uh, the the healer. Um, so uh, the kids in the room, Mikado kicks them all out and death appears and death appears at the foot of the bed. Yeah. So that's the key. That's the sign to Mikado that he can give him some of the, uh, the water and the kid is now miraculously uh, cured. And of course, word spreads like quickly. It's like it's like it's it's like oh, next day, and everybody knows already. Yeah, it's a small it's a small town. It's a small true, village. True, so, true. um, so I guess Don Romero is one of the wealthier guys in the village. He goes to Macadio and says, "Hey, you need to heal my wife. If you could heal my wife, I'll pay you handsomely for it." Um, and then when Macadio shows up. I, I will say, I will say, Macario does. Macario's pretty, very truthful because he does tell him sometimes I can heal. So he doesn't say like I can heal or he, you know, he he admits like, yeah, you know, sometimes I can heal. Uh, and so when the doctor gets there, the doctor's upset, and so the oh, doctor, yeah. oh, the doctor, yeah. and that pays off um, later on, of course. Oh yeah. The doctor is angered the fact that this uh, charlatan, and you know, we we they go back and forth between is he a charlatan or is he a or heretic? Yeah. Um, so when he, when he, uh, goes to the wife, death appears at the foot of the bed. So he tells, uh, Don Romero, like, Hey, I can cure, I can, I can cure her. How much is it going to cost? And, and he offers 10 ounces of gold and then Makato says, nah, I want a hundred uh, ounces of gold. And then the, uh, the man agrees to pay. And so when Mikado kills her, cures her with the water, Mikado just says, "Yeah, I'll just take the ten. I want your, I want your gratitude more than anything else. Right. I'll take the ten ounces." And this will pay off later, later on too. Yeah, because Don Romero starts pimping him he, out. He ultimately. turns into a business. Yeah, he turns into a business. <laughs> and so uh, he takes Mikado in and gives him a, a house, basically. 
um, with the advertisement oh. up on the on the wall. Yeah. Also, on the same time, the Mercado, Mercado gets smart, and he he takes the jug and he puts it in the small vials and he hides it. So he's 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 realizing now that this is an incredible boon. I need to I need to hide this and be more separated. Can't just be one big jug that or the jug could break and it'd be over for the the elixir. Um, so we see them again at the house, at their house, because they haven't moved into the the main house, the village yet. Oh yeah, uh, so they, but have they are house. wealthy now. Yes, because they have nice clothes, and then they yeah. each get a turkey for themselves. Yeah, yeah, they're eating. They're they're high on the hog yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Them kids can't be yelling if they're eating, so <laughs> it, it, it serves dual purpose. Like, <laughs> shut up and eat. Like they'll they'll fall asleep quicker. <laughs> oh yeah, that was it. The tri- tripodine. What is that? What, what is yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Food coma, also known as a food coma. <laughs> Uh, can't talk when you're eating and you're going to go right to sleep, man. That is Perfect. true. Give him a turkey every single day. So, um, when it, so Don Romero has sent out word that, you know, if you have to his wealthy friends, if you have sick, sick, sick loved ones, bring them over here. So someone shows up in a coach and brings his old, <laughs> old he's like, it's your, is it your father that's sick? He's like, no, it's my grandfather. And he brings his old frail guy out and, and, and they want, Mikado to cure him. Um, and even even uh Don Romero's like, hey, I I don't this guy's pretty old. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's curable. I think he's just old. Of course, the doctor and the undertaker look from uh from next door, and uh, the doctor again is still kind of festering from uh from being well, uh, even the undertaker's a little he, even he's perturbed too, because he, you know, both of them are 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 losing business. Yeah, people need to die and people need to be, you know, healed or cured or whatnot. Yeah, and then we have a little funny scene where Death shows he shows up and he shows oh, up at the yeah, foot of McCar- the bed. The expression of McCarl's face, like, huh? <laughs> like, what? Like, what? no, no, you're mistaken. <laughs> that is a that is a funny scene, and you realize it's the actor has to make that expression, like, huh? No, no, him. <laughs> that is a, that was a good scene. He's like he looks at Death. He's like he looks at Death and kind of like throws his arms around, like you look at yeah, him, like, like huh? he's like, fuck <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like, oh, pretty funny, and of yeah, course. Death is like, yep, go ahead and cure him. And so, of course, uh, Macario cures him. And uh, and the, the guy wants to be like crotchety. He's like a crotchety <laughs> old guy. Too. He's not even like a, like, he's like, oh. what am I doing here? Like, he's an old crotchety Spaniard. Yeah, he's like berating. Uh, yeah, he's, he's berating like, who are you? Uh, so then, of course, he gets, uh, the uh, the Don gets paid and shares with Macario. Yeah. Uh, he has to pay his pimp fee um, to uh... <laughs> hey half gold. If it's a hundred gold, <laughs> he's getting fifty gold. I mean, you know, you know what's so weird is that, so I was trying to figure out what year they were, and how much the gold was worth. God, and, I, and I was and I was looking to see uh... a lot of money. But even back in the day, obviously gold, you know, uh, an ounce of gold is still worth a lot of money, you know, today and back then. So he's making a lot of money at this point. Uh, let's see. Macadio works here is a sign that goes up. The doctor's upset, and then we get the montage with the Macadio song and. Some of them he- oh, get yeah. healed. Some of them are. Some of them die. Uh, it's it's kind of a weird thing though, and this is kind of maybe where the little bit of the fatal or the fatalism comes in. He's mon- He's profiting from curing, and I would think that would be something yeah. that God and death wouldn't really appreciate, right? He's monetized. Yeah, but he but he's also being like balanced. He's you know he's he's doing the poor. Can if he can't afford it, it's like you know it's yeah, don't worry about it. You know, but if you can afford it, yeah, give me a turkey. You know, give me, you know, give me, give me a, a lamb or whatnot. If you can't afford it, I'm going to, I'm still going to cure you. It doesn't matter. So, you know, he's, he's not being like, he's not, oh, it's only, not only for the rich. Cause then it would be right. like anger. Like, so he's, he's being like, a, he's going to cross the board. Yeah. But it's still kind of weird that he's monetizing 
you know, oh, you should a, just do it all for healer. free. For free. Should, should be the altar, I think. And I think ultimately, that's, he's got to have some he... joy before his demise comes, <laughs> before the Inquisition comes and gets him. He's got to get something out of it. And I think this is part of the demise. I think ultimately, he, he even though it looks like he's doing good, he really is doing something he shouldn't be doing. Well, you're right because his wealth, his wealth might be attracting the attention. But I think, I think ultimately, it doesn't matter because they're going to come for him no matter what. You can't do stuff like this and go against the <laughs> church. You know, especially back then. Nowadays, you can. It's okay nowadays. But back then, I'm. You know, the Inquisition is coming for you. I'm coming for you. Like I'm a part of the Inquisition. I'm coming for you. And when so this going back to the whole thing of where I believe it's kind of exploitative, which kind of I think contributes to the demise. Oh, his downfall. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's not living a humble life. That house is huge. Oh no, that, that furniture. He moves the family, and it's it's the yeah. whole the whole villa. The it's that whole. Uh, <laughs> it's he, they take over that whole thing where it's yeah. like they got the whole and they got the servants. Gosh, there's yep. that one part where the uh, like the maid and she's just like randomly eating sausage and cheeses off of like the, and, and it's like it's like. Stuff that they would never get because when they're yeah. poor, it's just like, oh, oh, look at all this food now. Like everybody can eat like whatever we want. Yeah. So I think I think the lack of so it's, it's a it's weird because he starts off very humble mm. and very and very uh, meager and minimalist, and then through this this supernatural event, has now become wealthy and uh, and goes overboard. I think in demonstrating the that whole humility thing yeah, is gone you're, away. You're right. You're right. But 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 I still think that the, the Inquisition comes from irregards. If he's living in the let's say he lives in the village and he's right. modest, got some, he's got you know he gets some decent clothes and he's getting food. They they're still going to come from because of the word of mouth because people are going to start redirecting to his house. The doctor's still going to notice this. The uh, the the uh, mortician's going to be like, why aren't the dead? You know where's the bodies at? It's still going to attract the Inquisition. It doesn't matter. I think he's, at least he's getting a little something out of it, a little bit more luxury before his demise. You know, ultimately, you know it's coming. But do you think it's also? But so maybe I'm gonna push back on that a little bit though, because isn't that isn't? Don't you think he kind of enjoys the fame that goes along with it too? He's a celebrity. Know. He's a local celebrity. Not, he's not know. even a local celebrity. He's a celebrity in a larger I mean, geography. I mean, well, here's the they're, bring, they're bringing people in to cure. True. The people like him. And that's a whole thing. The people, 99% of the people like him. It's only the people that it affects because of their jobs. Right. They hate him. You know, the, like we said, the mortician, the doctor, they hate him. Everybody else likes him. They're like, hey, he's a good guy. You know, I mean, he's got the song. He got the, he's got his own song. <laughs> You don't get your own song for nothing. He gets that safe where he puts the last of the vials. He's only got oh, yeah. like four or five vials left. Yeah, he's running. Yeah, point. which I have to admit is is it's obviously it shows you that he's been healing a lot of people. So you're it, it, yeah, it's it, it it's going down. The supply is dwindling, and he's starting to get a little worried here. He puts in the safe, and he takes and gives one vial to the wife, which I think which I, obviously it's a it's a plot point, but it's you know it's ingenious. Hey, in case something happens, here's my fail safe plan. Yeah. Um, the doctor's the one that that rats him out to the church. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. The char is he a charlatan or or a brujo, which is like the a witch, basically. Which which is funny because the it doesn't matter. Like the punishment's still gonna be like it's gonna be death. Like oh, we'll cut his tongue out if he's like a charlatan. He, he'll burn if he's a heretic. It's yeah, like, that's the point. Like it's still gonna be bad. Oh, what an appropriate beer to be drinking for this. This beer it was brewed by uh the brujos. Don't oh, forget. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tie in, tie in right there. Uh, let's see. So the house is big, and we see that whole scene where the kids are afraid of the lightning and the thunder. They all jump into bed with uh, oh, with yeah. Mikadio and the wife. Does the wife have a name? I don't think so. I don't think so. In fact, gosh, maybe even the kids. The kids have names. Nah, because Mikadio's the only one. Uh, Don Romero, 
the cardio, and I think the 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 viceroy at the end. I think the viceroy, yeah. Viceroy. Uh, let's see. And you're right. He gives a vial to the wife and says, "Hey, in case anything happens to us, this is this is our this is our protection for our family. Hang on to yeah. this." Uh, and then the wife said, "The wife says, hey, look, you never told me how do you do this? You know, I'm scared. Oh, yeah. And why haven't you told me how all this has come about?" Um, and then of course they, they, so they have this conversation with the, with the church and the, I guess the local magistrate, um, uh, the viceroy and they say, Hey, everyone loves Macario. He's brought money in and prosperity. Like you can't, you can't arrest them, but oh, if yeah. you are, you better do it quietly because the people will mob and there'll be a massive yeah. uprising. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, which is, which is true, which makes sense, which is funny because the scene they show when we get arrested, it's like in daylight. I'm expecting <laughs> at nighttime, you know, and put like a like a cloak over his head, but it's in daytime. So they take him, uh, they take him and they they take him, haul him out, and then they raid the home and they break basically destroy everything in the house, including the safe with the vials. Oh yeah. I mean it's obvious, like, but you know, like go through his artifacts, find his find his witch his witchery. You know, it's like, oh, oh, look at this one, all like it's lo- sealed up in a chest over here with, with the rock on top of it for good measure. Exactly. Uh, and then, of course, the doctor goes and he he defaces the the sign, and it, he changed oh, yeah. the sign. I think it says uh, he Macario works here, and then he adds the past tense to it, and so it says yeah. you know Macario used to work here. Basically, <laughs> uh, we have the trial, uh, which is kind of weird though because everyone knows he's been arrested. You figured they, they I guess there wasn't much of an yeah. uprising. Yeah, they unless they take him somewhere, unless they take him to a, like well, they probably take him to like somewhere far, you know, it's like, like outside city. the jurisdiction of the, yeah, Mexico City, like the possibly, the, yeah. Uh, no, that's not true because when he escapes, he's back in the forests. Yeah, Can't but you also got to remember. But you also got to remember the ending, though. The, the ending's not oh, okay. reality. So in the dream, he's going back to Mexico City. Uh, so he testifies, in the, and you're right. They're saying if he's a charlatan, we'll cut out his tongue. Yeah. If he's a brujo, then we're gonna not we're gonna torture him first, we're and then we're burn. gonna burn him. We're gonna burn him. <laughs> <laughs> that's old school like like i have to look at like when did the ex when did the inquisition oh, end yeah when did they start burning uh uh heretics I mean, we know the we know the inquisition was around what 1500 so that's why that's why i'm, I'm trying to like, like wait a minute it, it can't be the, i don't think they, they were around the 1800s or even the 1700s is it cold over there i'm freezing in my room a little bit it's a little bit it's Gosh. time to warm up right now i have to put a sweater on that's how cold it was uh, so they come up with a, a pretty good test to see, a quote unquote test to see if oh, uh, yeah. if Mikado's a herit, uh, a witch doctor, a charlatan, or a brujo. And so what they've done is they're going to take him to the infirmary where there's a bunch of sick people, and they're going to put in someone who's going to be executed the following day, yeah. and they're going to put in the executioner. And who, so let's... who vehement who vehemently <laughs> protest something's going on. I mean, obviously we learn out later, but something's going on there where he does not want to go in there. He's scared. I'd be he's scared, scared too. Scared yeah, he's scared. <laughs> like, like, hey, you want me to kill somebody? I'll easy. Like, I don't <laughs> want to go in there though. He's not oh. for me. Uh, and so, and so they. So then it's a brilliant test. Let's see who he picks, and then yeah. we'll determine in two seconds whether he's fake or real. In which case, doesn't really matter because he's going to be tortured or killed one way or the yeah. other. Yeah. Uh, and you're right. The executioner freaks out and like literally crawl like ball. I'm not the, supposed uh, to be here. <laughs> Yeah, he does uh, so, not want to be the the dealer of death. Does not want to be there. Yeah. So so Macario, they put Macario in the room, and then he does his thing. He goes to the two sick people, and again, uh, he does that same reaction when death appears at the foot of the bed. He's like, "These guys are sick. That you can you mean to tell me they're not gonna die?" Yeah. Um. He goes over to the guy who's who's 
going to be executed tomorrow. The guys already said this guy will be executed tomorrow. He easy. should be the one like that's easy peasy, out. like easy peasy. <laughs> that says nope, he's nope. not going to die. <laughs> like, nope. Like huh? <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> and then then death appears at the head of the executioner's <laughs> yeah, and you, the weird thing was you, you know you know you know what's you kind of know what's coming though and obviously obviously this, he, he, this guy probably has something troubling him or he's probably like he probably knows he's gonna die mm. or maybe that is anxiety or he has a his bad weak heart yeah probably. yeah it's like uh it's the one twilight zone with the uh the grave and where he stabs the thing in the grave and he has oh, like good. that heart, heart attack um, oh yeah yeah what's oh, the, the, yeah, one, the yeah. one with leave mar leave marvin the one leave, with lee marvin um so then when Macario looks at the guy and the guy, the guy's like, what are you like? Why are you looking at me? Like, like that, like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh no, 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 no. He, he's looking at death. He's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, what are you looking at? He's like looking at death at the, at the he's like, what are you looking at? So Macario calls all the people back in. He says, I know which one's going to die. It's going to be him. And then they start laughing. I'm They're like, like oh, 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 he's a charlatan. Oh, he's a charlatan. Oh, a charlatan. Oh, prepare the tongue cutter. Oh, and so that when they go to get the executioner, then we find out the, the executioner. We find out two things. The executioner is dead, and the guy who was supposed to be executed oh, the following yeah. day has been pardoned. Yeah. It's pretty the, genius, right? Yeah, it's like he's been pardoned. He'll he'll live a he'll live a life sentence. <laughs> he lives. So everything, so it, everything works out in accordance, thus making Macario a charlatan or a, uh, no, that's making him a heretic actually. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is the worst thing possible. It's like he was better off just losing his tongue. Uh, why did he just, why, why did he pick the wrong thing? Though? I don't wouldn't think you, he knows. You... I don't think he realized. That's the one thing he doesn't realize uh. that if, if you do this, <laughs> although it does play, it does pay off at the end though, because the viceroy gets the word. So it, it pays off in that. But really, if the viceroy doesn't pop up in the end to save him, He's gonna be like, oh, you you're gonna die. You know that, right? If you if you correctly do this, you're gonna die. But wouldn't he know? I guess this is how simple, quote unquote, simple he is from his simple yeah. from the small village. Yeah. Wouldn't you know that if you do the right thing and you pick I don't up think the guys that died, that you're gonna be considered a witch? This is one thing that he doesn't know. He doesn't <laughs> he doesn't understand this concept. He doesn't understand the concept probably of the of the Inquisition. Obviously, right. he doesn't. Because you'd be like, oh, I'm gonna get it wrong. Um. So uh, we find out that the the viceroy's wife, her kid is sick, and so she's like, "Hey, let if he's a healer, let him heal our kid oh, yeah. because that might be the only chance to get." And the viceroy is like, "Hey, I'm not doing that. That's against I, what I we do." do. That. Yeah, I can't do that. Like, hey, I may have the power in this in this territory, but that still makes me look bad. Yeah, he basically says like, "If he dies, he dies. Like, if he dies, he dies." Yeah. Um. The uh, oh, so the wife visits Mikado in the prison. I'm not how I'm not sure why she's allowed to see him, but the plot demanded it. So oh yeah, absolutely. She sees him and she gives him the vial, which is yep. which I guess makes sense. I'd, I'd give him the vial too if uh, yeah yeah yeah. Well, she has to because if not, he's not going to be able to be able to do anything at the end. So the, we have to have this, and this is going to set up like the like the a pretty cool scene at the end where he, where he tries to fight like fight death at the end. Oh. <laughs> uh, so the guard comes from Mercadio and says, "Hey, look, the viceroy's wife is a viceroy. A viceroy's kid is sick, and if you can cure him, maybe you have a chance of getting you, out of here. You could become the uh, the viceroy's personal doctor, which would give you immunity from from the uh, Inquisition." So Mercadio says, "It's a kid, so this is kind of the the oh, payoff. It's a no brainer, easy, like yeah. easy peasy, <laughs> <laughs> like easy peasy." 
not not <laughs> this is a, this it really is a good scene it's a funny scene too. it's like a dark yeah. humor scene. yeah and obviously they 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 created like the bed and put it like in a like a spinner so they could spin yeah. it around like in a... so when death appears at the head of the bed Makado is shocked and then he says like you're my friend you gotta let me cure this kid because i'm gonna die see he yeah. knows the urgency at that point right yeah so um, that's like, there's no way the nope. kids got to like, go. I don't it's have like, that power. Like, this, like you're right. It's not my, it's not, I'm just here to, I'm just here to, to send. I'm not the one given the power to, to, right. to take the life. Absolutely. He's the messenger. He's the, the messenger. transition. There you go, the messenger. Yeah. And so Magadio in, in a simple, in a simple mind says, Hey, if I just turn the bed around, if death stays where he's at, and I spin <laughs> the bed around, then death will not be at the head of the bed anymore. He'll be at the foot of the bed, which means I could cure the kid. Yeah. And of course, of course, of course, when he spins the bed around, death disappears and then reappears at yeah. the head of the bed. It's, it's it, it becomes like a tug of war where he thinks he can, out, he can, out, he can, he can outsmart uh, death. Uh, and he does it a few times, and uh, and then he realizes that it's a futile effort that the, the kid will die, ensuring yeah. like I'm out of here, kill. like I'm out of here, like exit stage left, <laughs> literally exit stage yeah, left. Yeah, like I go out the window, window. <laughs> like break the walls, I'm coming out. And then we have a big time ellipses because he's from he's in he's in Mexico City and he ends up in the forest. Like he ends up back in the forest. Yeah. Well, like it's, well, it does make sense in the end though because it becomes it does become dreamlike quality too, where it's like oh, foggy. Yeah. So so you know, so he sees the devil and the devil says, "Hey, come with me and I'll help you." And of course, Macario uh, declines. Um, he sees God and God said, giving him God's giving him the best advice. Like you can't run away from yeah, this. You can't run. You yeah, your fate. Like it's over. Like yeah, like fate. Face your fate. <laughs> Be responsible fate. for your actions, and and yeah, again, again, face your your destiny. Do not run, and then of course he runs. Yeah, and then we get to this beautiful shot of the caves and all the candles oh, in the yeah. cave, and that's kind, like, kind, kind of creepy too. It's a it's a creepy scene with all the candles are lined up. And the the way they put the candles, it makes it look like it goes on like forever and ever. The way it's like shot. And it's supposed to be representative of all the the human lives on the planet. So yeah, it, each it is candle a, is a life. Yeah, and each one is a, is a the candle height is your light your years, I guess your days and years in life. The shorter it is, the closer you are to death. Uh, you should go back to Blue Beetle now and, and see the scene because this is the scene of uh, this is oh, okay. they used the actual scene from the movie on TV that the Nana's watching. Oh, and okay. Then, there's a one scene where uh, Mercadio, I'm sorry, where the Blue Beetle, what's the kid's name? Whatever. Uh, I mean, I mean, Oh yeah. He's with the dad and the dad shows him like kind of a similar layout of the candles and they have like, oh, when, the, when the dad's, when the dad's dead. I, oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. So, so, so not only do they use a shot from the movie, they do that homage. They, scene redo, the they redo it. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. Um, so, so he's in, he's in the cave of candles and the death picks up the Viceroy's kid's candle and he, he extinguishes it. He extinguishes it. Like, it. So he's like, he's dead. He's dead now. <laughs> he's like gone. the snap. It's like the snap. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, and then so death shows, and so my car is like, where's my candle? Where's my candle? Oh, yeah. And death shows him the candle. It's like a little nub. <laughs> it's also, it's also short. It's, it's coming to the end. He's like, don't let it burn. Like you can't, you, you need to stop it. And then that's like very, you know, um, objective, non-emotional. But he's like, this is the way of life. You know, you can't, you can't avoid it. This is yeah. what happens. Everyone has their turn. Uh, Mikado doesn't like that. that yeah, I'm out of here. Like, I'm like, hey, like he grabs it. Eight, <laughs> exit stage left again. Feet don't <laughs> like, bail me now. 
yeah, I ain't having this hell out of here. Uh, <laughs> and even Def is like, what, like, what, what the heck? Come back here. Oh yeah, he says, stop. Like you can't, you can't take that. And so yeah. then uh, we see the following day. Um, where well, it's, we, is... we 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 get, we get a pretty quick edit where yeah. he runs with the can, he takes a candle, and then it sh- it shifts off to the wife with the with the various people searching for Macario. Does it bother you that you, we don't see what happens with Macario and the candle? No, absolutely not. Because you know what you know what happens to him. You you know once he grabs that candle, you know it's like a heart attack happening right there. You know it's over. You can't you can't escape the the, the cold grasp of death. Come on. <laughs> uh, so they're looking for him, and then eventually the wife finds him, and she thinks he's asleep, and then ultimately she she finds out that he's dead. Um, and she's like, you know, she's like, Hey, you know, you're a great man. I want my kids to be just like you. And I'm going to raise them to be as good as a man as you finally uh, are. Like, finally, like, fi- <laughs> start, start spanking him, start hitting him with a chunk. Find a twig. You gotta get a switch. I don't know, from the man. Tree. I don't think kids are going to turn out like a Macario. I got a feeling. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Shoot. Uh, and then the, the uh, so the the punctuation uh, I guess the exclamation mark on this is when they look at the turkeys, his is not eaten and yeah. death is has been eaten, uh, oh, yeah. the death size been eaten. So ultimately, when death appeared, um, the assumption is that he died at that death took him at that moment. Is that yeah, the assumption? Yeah, I think and I think he has that moment. You know, we always talk about that moment before death where you see <laughs> kind of see your life flash. It's it literally is playing into my theories that you see that your life flash before you or how or what should have happened or what could have happened. Me seeing that. Uh so you I take it you enjoyed this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. You know, <laughs> I say surprising because I I never seen it before, I never heard about it. So it's it really is a good movie. And I assume it's a parable that's been told before. But it's but it, it it's good and it makes sense in the context, you know, with the with you know with the the Mexican village and stuff like that. It makes sense. Oh um, yeah, definitely like definitely like it. Pretty big Mexican director and also very famous uh, Mexican cinematographer. Um, oh. I believe that's Figueroa who shot that. Who was uh, a probably a, a world renowned cinematographer um, at the time and considered now still to be one. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I have to go look. I have the book of the. I have the book of this. Uh, like the making of I, it, or no, no, the actual book that it's based on. Like oh, 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 okay. Yeah, I've, I, I, I've loved this movie. Boy, I probably saw it when I was in film school, probably. So yeah, because yeah, like, because I had never heard of it. So, or if I if I did hear of it, it probably was like a maybe like a little blurb, like in a Fangoria, because it is because like I said, it is kind of like a supernatural movie. Yeah, for sure. It is so it's probably like mentioned. It's got to had to be have been mentioned at some point in my life, but it's not something that's going to get like get into my brain and I'm going to know about it. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has that Twilight Zone vibe to it. Oh, yeah. is what absolutely, I would say. absolutely, yeah. Um, with the with the twist ending. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So I saw I saw this in film school. Named I. I guess I don't know where the hell I got this book from. Um, but I got it. It's in and it's in Spanish. So I think when I was uh, taking Spanish classes, I was like trying to read through it uh, to see, uh, you know, look at the source material. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I love this movie. I've seen it probably maybe five times. I would say in my life, uh, it's always a good one to go back to because uh, it's 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 what we grew up with, right? It's that sci-fi fantasy oh, yeah. supernatural stuff. It just it fits right into. Uh, it- genres and it's also got a parable like it's telling it's giving you like a lesson like it's you know it's you know know, so and it makes sense it's like okay yeah this makes sense i mean i mean like you're right the only only negative is those bratty kids you know it's like (laughs) 
That's the only negative. Is get like the belt. Man. Get the belt out of them kids. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe so we got the notorious. Is the last thing we got for that today? That's correct. Yeah. Hey, but we're going back to uh, Hitchcock again. Um, what is what year is this? Did you get a year on this? Forty-six. Did you get the box office on this? Uh, yeah, actually, I did. It is a so it cost one million to produce. It made twenty-four point five. Oh, so it was geez. an absolute success. Wait, wait, wait. Is this 25 at the time or over the years it's made 25? It has to be 25 at the time because it says box what? office as opposed to receipts, you know, from video and whatnot. Yeah. It says wow, box office. There's no way it made 25, maybe $25 million back Well, there's a released. reason why Hitchcock was still making movies. So it, it had to be successful for me. You know, you can't just, you can't just be a good director and make, you know, just make movies at the expense of the studio without making money back. Back then, actually, movies had to make movies. Not like today where you can just burn money like Disney. So, you know, you can't do that. <laughs> Uh, I would say this is probably my favorite Hitchcock film, even though I have some issues with mm. it. This is probably the, he does some really smart things with suspense on this, and technologically does some amazing things with it in this film that we'll get to. Um, let's do another. Let's do our final okay. pour for today. I think we have uh the uh the other other half. I think two other half uh, today. I think we're gonna do that one. You can save the veil for uh for uh, microbrews. Got it. So this is the other half. Raspberry Crunchy, Oof. Imperial Raspberry Ganola, Berliner Weiss. It is the, what is the ABVs are 7.4. Oh, it's an Imperial. My bad. <laughs> toasted, brewed with toasted coconut, vanilla, maple syrup, cinnamon, and almonds. A parfait nice. in a can with a huge doses, with huge doses of raspberry or hand mixed granola blend and some sugar milk. Sounds good. Um, this is the, the series that I, I I don't have too often, but I enjoy it when I have it. So yeah, I'm going to give this a slow uh, shake. Is this also based on the Crunchy, the Crunchy yes. series that they had? Like that one that you think you me like a four pack of that Crunchy one. No, I don't think you like well, that one. You just gave it to me. I was like, I'm t- I'll take it. Uh, that's That was a collaboration, I believe, with Alvarado, I think I want to oh, say. Oh, you're right. Yes, I like that. I, I don't no, I did not. I did not. That was not a hit for me. I was during I COVID. Liked it. <laughs> I drank all of those. I think I drank them all at one time. Dude. I think I bought a case of just that beer because it was the yeah. Crunchy series. And then when I had it, I was like, yeah, I'm not feeling that. And then I gave you a bunch. Of, I give you more than it, a four pack. Oh, yeah. You gave me a lot. Yeah, because then you could, you, you could throw in one or two after. Like I was like, I don't mind. I like it. Uh, well, I think, I think initially I gave you a four pack and then I kick over cans. And I just said, okay, take the rest of this. I can't, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. It had a lot of stuff going on. It had a lot of like a lot of adjuncts. That was it. It had a ton of adjuncts that I didn't necessarily get um, how they, why we would put those adjuncts together. <laughs> oh, what do I know? What are you smelling in this? Definitely Ooh, raspberry. raspberry. De- definitely that raspberry. Um, God, raspberry doesn't have like a, it's obviously they got to use like an artificial like like smell right because you think raspberry so? I, I don't know if does raspberry have a smell to it when I think you, it I does ras- does it yeah I think it does yeah this is a smell I think of when I when I eat like a raspberry pie or like a raspberry jam and which I do have so yeah that's not fake that that's that's not artificial that's that's raspberry jam yeah well, a lot of sugar and preservatives and other stuff oh yeah that's <laughs> that too. I smell good all right here we go cheers Prosit. Yeah. Man, oh, yeah, that is spot on. A little bit more tart than I was expecting, though. I was a little just going like, to say that. Just going to yeah, say that. It's a little bit more tart. I was, you know, expecting. Like, uh, maybe I'm used to like the the evil twin stuff or the um, the Drecker, which tends to be more sweeter. 
This one actually tastes like a raspberry. And ra- cuz raspberries aren't necessarily super sweet. They right. have that like balance like with the with the a little bitterness to it. Yeah, absolutely. This is delicious though. Yeah, it is cuz I cuz uh I consider the raspberry to be my favorite fruit. So, there you go. Cinnamon, vanilla, maple syrup, almonds, and toasted coconut. Man. I don't know how the heck how the heck they do that, but uh good for them. Got to go back over to uh DC or ooh or New York to pick some more of this stuff up because you can't get this crunchy series very often online. I don't see it. I don't see it. Mm, okay. Even when they send other half over here to California, like in Shibley gets it, he, they, no one gets like the crunchy series. They'll get them. They'll, they'll mainly get the IPAs and every, so Tavor has the stouts now and then. So I know we've had uh, some of the stouts from Tavor oh, yeah. and, uh, yeah. and uh, then of course I brought some back the last time I was over there. Um, yeah. what year is uh, Notorious? Nineteen forty-six. Long time ago. Uh, initial impressions. Oh yeah, good movie. Good movie. Good. Um, gosh, man, I want to say this is the first time that I that I've actually seen Ing- uh, Ingrid Bergman. Oh yeah, I, I I know I know I've seen her in other movies, but it's all never like you could focus on her because you don't really know who she is. Uh-huh. First time you really get a real good look at her, stuff like that. She's gorgeous, and she reminds me yeah. of somebody that I used to have a crush on. So it's like, you know, she's same facial expressions, and same same face, and even like the character she plays in this, kind of like that weird, like, uh, like, like, it's not a fame fatale, but loose, very, like, <laughs> loose, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a, you know, that. Now, I think I mentioned the histrionic disorder before. She reminds me of that. So I'm like, this, this, she, she looks like the only difference is she's probably about six feet tall or five feet ten, whereas the person I had a crush on was smaller. But this what this she's like huge. I don't know if you noticed this in the movie. Is she tall? She's 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 got to be about five feet nine. No, I would say. Um, you think so? Cary Grant, Cary Grant's about six foot three. He's got to be close to like what's his face, a uh, guy from the last movie, about six foot three Jim, or so. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Uh, Claude Rains is, is a midget. He's like <laughs> I can't say that. I, can't say I mean, he's he's extreme. He's like about <laughs> five foot four, and she towers. I mean, she's got to be about two inches, and you know he's got he's got things in his feet to make him look bigger. Oh, you're right. Five, five, nine. You nailed that. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's huge. She's like, like, wait a minute. She's, I mean, she's looking up to, uh, to Cary Grant, but she's getting, she's, you know, she's close to him. Whereas Claude Rains is looking up to her, and he's <laughs> tiny. He's looking up to like mm-hmm. Gary Cooper. He's like, man, he's like, he comes up to like his waist. Like it's like, uh, let's see, Cary Grant, Ingrid Bergman, Claude Rains, Albert Hitchcock. Um, this take place it takes place initially in Miami on April twenty fourth, nineteen forty six. So this is just after World War Two. Oh correct? yeah, yeah. And this also to interesting, uh, interesting. Also, this is another one of those movies that's uh, that's a part of the United States National Film Registry, like because of the culture culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. So that so it's a special has a special place in our movie thing but also like the actual com- the actual ig farben company the german company that's that's a real organization oh yeah, really yeah I'll, I'll, I'll get to it later on because i put a note on it but it's later on in the notes but it's it's, it's going to be a trip because i mean it's the movie never specifically tells you who these german guys are you know it's like they don't tell you they don't use the word you know the nazi word in the yeah. movie but you know who they are. Oh it's yeah. Like, <laughs> I wonder if yeah. that I wonder if that's intentional that they didn't oh, no. use. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the they never Nazi. once they mentioned the Nazi word. I wonder why. No national socialists in this movie. This is just some like like German guys that are Yeah. There. And of course you know the you know the oh, Nazis. You know, you know. Like yeah. I know, you know. 
Uh, we start off in a courtroom, um, and the the father, uh, Huberman, he's been convicted of treason, and he'll spend 20 years uh, in jail. Um, and he must have been a pretty big figure because there's press covering it, and so they want to interview um, our, the Ingrid Bergman character. Alicia. Uh, Fel- what's her name? Felicia? Alicia. Alicia. Oh, Alicia. Alicia. Alicia, you're right. Alicia Huberman. Um and so, uh, and so she, as a result of the dad getting in prison, I'm assuming she's getting drunk to forget her worries or do you oh, think that's just, I, no, I, no, I think this is a part, this is <laughs> just a part of her normality. Bear in mind, this does not take place in Hollywood because it seems like a Hollywood thing that she'd be doing. It's, it's actually in Florida, Miami, Florida, which I guess is a part of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. She's having a shindig, which is funny because that's my note. Like she's having a shindig with her friends. And later on, Cary Grant mentions having a shindig and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Uh, I guess it's an archaic <laughs> word that they use back then, you know? So yeah, she's she's getting loaded with a bunch of friends. It's a beautiful shot though because we see the back of Cary Grant's oh, yeah. head the and he's in the shadow. Man. Yeah, it's 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 uh, I was gonna say a bad word. It's brilliant. I mean, it oh, looks yeah. good. It looks cool. Oh, it's yeah. ominous and it and here's this mystery guy. Um, and then of course we reveal it to be the gorgeous. Well, uh, well she's Grant. already God, okay, man. This is something I noticed in the three Hitchcock movies that that I've seen so far. Hitchcock has this thing where people just got the good looking guy looks at the good looking girl and mm-hmm. they're in love. They're just immediately yeah. like, you're hot. I'm hot. Let's get, yeah. let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's get into it. Like we're now we're lovers. Now we, it's like, we've been together for a thousand years. It's like, what's uh, going on here? So she takes them, she's loaded and she's oh, winding yeah. in a car, which is a it's really a weird scene. She's all, and, scene. And, and it's not like she gets sobers up. She's like all over the road. Oh. Like Hitchcock films it where she's all over the place. Yeah, and even even uh, what's it, Cary Grant? Uh, Devlin, De- even yeah, Devlin's, De- Devlin's yeah, Cary Grant's putting Devlin. his hand on the he's his hands proximal the to the brick? wheel in case the gear on, or the, the wheel on, on the wheel oh, in okay. case she veers off to one side, he can straighten yeah. it out. Okay, yeah, see, cause I, it looks like he's gonna at one point it looks like he's gonna put his hand like on the gear. I assume it's supposed to be neutral or something. Or he's oh, that too, that too. And then of course the cop comes and and lights her up, and she's like, "This is my second DUI." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna so go to jail. Yeah. So go that's jail. telling you that she's obviously she's a, a and drunk. I assume that she might be like a. We talked about this before, like a socialite, like in the like another. Oh yeah. Like a reoccurrence. She might be a socialite in Miami, so you know, party goer. She obviously she's drunk driven before. Yeah, so it is kind of weird because we know her past. Um, so she gets pulled over, but Devlin plays the what plays his uh, get out of jail free card. card. Yeah, the <laughs> the mysterious card. So he shows them the badge, and then the the cops like, oh, okay, I guess I they don't you tell you though. They don't tell you what this thing is. They don't tell you what the card is, but you know it's important because the officer's like, oh, and salutes him. So you know it's like, uh oh, like somebody with more authority than me. I'm out of here. Well, it's kind of weird because I don't think we ever learned what agency. Do we know what agency? Yeah, it's, it's a it's a federal agency. It's, it's, it's CIA FBI. or FBI. Oh my God, was the FBI around? Because when we talked about this with the uh, with the Osage, uh, Osage, yeah, <laughs> I, it's it's a federal it's a federal organization, so it's got to be the FBI. Uh, and then so when she finds out that he's authority, some type of authority figure, she yeah. starts fighting him. And oh, it's a, it's another one of those weird scenes where it's a weird, it is a men, weird scene. men are men. Yeah. Like, don't, like, don't get out of line with me. <laughs> yeah. It is a little disturbing. They swap Max he puts her. her in her place. It's like, yeah, I, think he, I don't know if he slaps her or something, but he might like, punch her. Cause she, she, well, she faints. She's out, out cold. I think he slaps her. <laughs> she's out cold. He's not, it's not a slap. I don't would, know, but yeah. she passes out. Is it because she's drunk? She passes she's out. She's also drunk too. Yeah. No, I think he swats her a little bit. He, he does something because she calms down all of a sudden. I'm like, I, it's because like he could, he kind of goes across her body to get to the to get to the steering wheel, 
And then he does something. And next thing you know, she's just like, I like, she gives up. Like, what do well, you do? You, you know, it's interesting though, that you mentioned that because maybe it's Hitchcock's way of not showing oh, that he's swatting her true. because his back, his back is to the camera true, and, true. and she's fighting. And then all of a sudden she doesn't fight. Once you he crosses he over, her. she's passive. Yeah. Once he crosses over to get to the, to the driver's seat, she's passive. No, he swatted her, and I think that, that Hitchcock didn't want to probably put that on on camera. <laughs> so um, my, my my note is like, so she gets she gets pissed and calls him a federal cop and tells him to get lost. He ain't having it and puts her in a drunk place. Let's see. She wakes up in bed with her clothes on. Uh, as a oh contrast. yeah, they, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, this contrast. time, yeah, she has her clothes on. Yeah, that's <laughs> so funny. Is I, I was wondering because at first they don't they don't show you. I'm like, uh oh. <sighs> Don't tell me she's nude again. He's looking at her. <laughs> uh, and then Hitchcock does a cool thing with the camera on uh, Devlin's rotates. Oh, uh, it gets yeah. her POV and it yeah. rotates as uh, he walks closer. It, to re- from her perspective on the bed, it, it yeah, it's like she sees him sideways. She's drunk. She's got like a hangover at this point too. Yeah. Um, I guess they've been they've been bugging her phone or her apartment or her house because he has that he breaks out that that uh, that record. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 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 well. First he tells her, "Hey, you you got you got to work for us. Like you got you know you got to work for us." And then she's like, "No, like hell no. Like you know, you guys are you guys are cops. You got, I hate you guys." And and she does show a very a big hatred towards cops. Uh, and then he plays that record of her basically admonishing her father for being. Oh, yeah. uh, she's a, a patriot. Uh, she's an American patriot. It's like she's like the even though she says she's not, she really is. Uh, let's see. So they're going to go to Rio to uh, to figure out what the uh, mission, her mission is going to be because they don't know what it is, but um, they're going to take her to Rio. And as they're on the plane, he breaks the news to her that the father has committed suicide in oh, yeah. prison. Yeah. And, and it's done in, in typical uh, not uh, Nazi style with the with the uh, the tooth the cyanide. Oh. They don't say that, but it's like oh, like he had like he had something in his tooth and he killed himself. Uh, let's see. So Devlin's kind of a, a, a jerk to her. Uh, actually, he's oh, actually absolutely. a jerk to her the whole movie. Yeah, but this is end. this is like this is the men of men of the forties and fifties. This is the way guys see when when men were men like. <laughs> Hey, men were quote, men. Unquote, was like quote unquote the masculine the to- what I want to say to- toxic masculine. yeah that's it that's guys it are, you know guys were guys you know which is which is kind of like which brings into this because I did a little backstory a little back history on Cary Grant that whole rumor that he might have been gay and stuff like that I'll tell you one thing he, he, I mean he's a man like that's a that's a man you know I don't know if, I don't know if you read that the weird thing about it is Ingrid Bergman doing a little backstory on the character Ingrid Bergman was pretty promiscuous she but she pretty much had like she was a part of like a big like con- controversy where. She was with her original husband, and then she had an affair with uh, Rosalini. The uh, what, uh, she's the mom of uh, Isabella Rosalini. Yes, the, uh, that's correct. Beautiful yeah. actress. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So she had an affair with him, but apparently, all these movies, she was having affairs with like directors, leading actors. Let's just say that she was, you know, she was young, good looking. She was. She was you know, Alicia. She was Alicia, basically. She Alicia. Yeah, she was taking advantage <laughs> of all the situation. Oddly enough. She never did anything with Cary Grant. She stood friends, a lifelong friend, huh. but never did anything. So it led more into the rumor. That oh, I see. Might have been, even though he had a kid of his own and had like four wives, but you know, it's, you know, so I don't know. Uh, so he he's he's hassling her and he's always goofing on her drinking. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And so she's like, um, you know, and bear in mind this play that the drinking thing plays into the ending scene too. So that's uh, she's like, why don't you believe in me? Um, you love me. You're in love with me. Why don't you admit you're in love with me? See, see what I see what I mean? We're we're barely 20 minutes into the movie, and she's they're already in love. What's going on here? 
<laughs> 20 minutes. And she, I mean, again, she, so she's, she, he's being mean to her or not being nicer. And she's kind of playing on that. She's like, you, yeah. you can't stand it because you're in love with the loser. This is and that then, whole school, that whole school, school ground thing where like, like you got to be mean to somebody and then you love, you like, oh, like, I really like you. Yeah. Because then he, then he kisses her. Yeah. He's like, I'm all over. <laughs> you like, I love you. Yes. I mean, she's uh, hot. I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, like, I'm, like, I'm in. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. So then the, uh, I guess the upper, upper guys discuss what the plan is going to be for her. And they're going to have her infiltrate the, uh, this, uh, Nazi quote unquote German organization in, uh, in Brazil. The IG Farben. Um, they show her at her apartment there and they act like that. They're acting like a pretty normal couple. Um, when Devlin finds out what the plan is, he's like, uh, yeah, I don't think she's the, the right person for that. You yeah, she's probably yeah. not going to want to go with that. Um, but then, uh, so they start talking about this, uh, Alex Sebastian guy and how she needs to infiltrate the organization via him. Yeah. Um, and there's a and, reason why there's a reason why too, that she's the, she's the prime target. Not only is her father, a a a, a, a random German guy, but. Uh, she's a lover, an ex-lover of this guy. So it's perfect. Uh, I don't know if they were lovers. I think he was. The, he the had, premise he is that he, no, was, yeah, in my he bad. was in love my with bad. her. He had a thing for her. That is, yes. that is correct. Um, so it's interesting because he. So Devlin shows up to the office to get the debrief, and he has that bottle of champagne with him, which seems kind of inappropriate. But uh, in his uh, in his disgust of the mission, he he forgets that bottle of champagne oh, behind. I didn't even notice that. I missed that. Yeah, because then then the one uh, his boss looks at the bottle of champagne like, hey, but like, what did you have that there for? I mean, mm-hmm. he must have made he must have made the connection that he was uh, he was uh, being intimate with uh, Leisha at this point. I'm, I'm assuming oh, yeah. they're intimate. I, I think they know they they know because I mean, there's 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 several parts where like it's they don't say it, but like, hey, uh, we feel you're getting a little too close to the subject. He's like the original uh, Raylan Givens. I yeah, think, Raylan. Right? I was gonna say Raylan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's railing at what's her face dude. <laughs> with Ava, Ava and railing. Yeah. Uh, so then they have this really weird conversation where he tells her the plan, and uh, and uh, and he's wanting her to say, "I won't do it because I'm in love with oh, you." Oh yeah. And she wants him to say, "Don't do it because I'm in love with you." Yeah, but, but like, he's not going to say it. <laughs> so I assume you mean that. Oh, you want me to do it? Like I'm confused. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cause she says, tell me not to do it. And he's like, uh, you're an adult. You choose what you yeah. want to do. It's like a test. They're both testing each and it's other. It's for the country. It's for the country. It's for the, it's for the, you know, it's for the country. Um, let's see. Do you want me to take the job? They go back and forth. That's up to you. And like, he, he can't express to, he can't, the whole thing with him is he can't express how he feels, uh, to her except for at the very end. Uh, so then they have that whole setup of how they're going to meet there and the horses and oh, yeah. he wants her horse to make a run it, for it. So it's kind of a weird scene, though. It's like they're like neck and neck with the uh, with <laughs> with Sebastian and and his. I think it's I assume it's one of probably his girlfriend at the time too. And they're just like casually like next to him, they're looking at each other. It's like, wait a minute, she's looking at him so he can look yeah. back at her and recognize her, but it's not working. So yeah, it's so like, oh, huh? huh? Devlin has to take matters in his own hand, own hands, and he, he just like the horse. The horse. <laughs> Jeez. Where's Peta? Where's Peta? Yeah, this? I know, and you know that's real too. They, there's no, uh, they no CGI there. Nope, and there's no Peta on. There's no ASPC nope. on that uh, set for nope. sure. That's, yeah, that horse is spurred. 
Um, so she's at dinner with Alex and, uh, they're reminiscing. And so Alex says, Hey, you got to come have dinner with me tomorrow night at my house. Uh, she shows up at the party and then, and then of course, in classic Hitchcock fashion, the mom shows up. Cause you know, oh, we told oh, you previously yeah, the, theme. The, the matriarch, yeah. um, she the, is the matriarch in this movie. Yeah. So, uh, Hitchcock and his moms, he has to have, he has mom issues in all of his movies. So. He has to project the, that onto the film, uh, meeting all the gang. And then so in the middle of dinner, there's some champagne bottles sitting on the mantle. And yeah. one of the guys overreacts to it and starts pointing at the label. We yeah. don't know why, but he's making it yet. But he's making a fuss over that He's giving champagne. a tell. He's giving a tell that he shouldn't <laughs> be doing. Like, it's like, oh, not the bottle, but I don't know what it is. And if we're like, I'm like, why is he putting the bottle? Also, you've also they they introduce each member of the IG Farben. So 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 you know, they're like this mysterious, like random German guys. Oh, yeah. They, they're up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 here's so here's a little thing for the IG uh, Farben. They were a German chemical and pharmaceutical conglomerate. They were formed in 25 as a merger of six chemical companies. BASF, Bayer, and other companies. Obviously, Bayer still exists. Wow. So, so initially, they started off as like a like a I guess they were like a Jewish like conglomerate. But then, the, of course, Hitler came around and completely took that wow. away and turned them into like you know the socialist Nazi the Nazi wow. socialist team. And he took over the company. And then I guess they were, they were seized by the Allies after World War II and divided back into its constituent companies. Obviously, Bayer still exists. Uh-huh. So. So they were they weren't necessarily I guess they were making money for the uh, for the Nazi machine at that time I I would assume or so so they weren't like you know what I'm saying like they weren't like an actual Nazi Nazi company but they were working for like the like the government uh, in, in the movie in the movie in the movie I mean not in the uh, so. As a result, uh, it's kind of funny because as, as a result of the poor guy overreacting, they want to yeah. off, they want to off him. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but we do find out that's not the first time that he's that he's reacted oddly. We do find out that he's had that he's had reactions before. <laughs> it's kind of weird. It's like, wait, wait, he, what did he do? Like, maybe he didn't like that wine. It's like, you know, I mean, come on, I have to give him, come on, we've been to a party, and it's like, dude, you're serving that beer, dude. Come on, man. I want to apply to you. You have Bud Light here. I'm yeah, like, what's this Bud Light? They start pointing at it like nine, nine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Heineken, like it's a, I'm oh, a Heineken. Heineken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heineken Heineken's Dutch, not German. Oh, cl- close enough. It's in Europe. <laughs> it's Europe. It's it's <laughs> close enough. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, and so then, you know, has the the mom sitting with him at the races. You know, the, um, the, the, the guy that the guy that says he's going to kill him is that is that the Butler guy? Is he the one? Is he the muscle in the? No, I don't think so. I think it's okay, because I know guy. that Butler guy plays a prominent, the small Butler guy. The uh, he plays a prominent role, and I was trying to remember. Wait a minute, is he the guy that offs uh, Emil, the uh, the the one of the uh, the guys from the company? I couldn't I remember. Know. I don't know. I don't. Remember, I don't remember to be honest with you. Okay. Uh, so they're at the races. He's sitting with his mom again. The whole Oedipal thing going on. Oh and, yeah, uh, and clearly yeah. the mom is threatened by Alicia. She knows that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, she knows, and then in the end, I mean, it pays off for her at the end too, though. Yeah, mom's always right is uh, is a theme that runs through this one. Like mom, oh, yeah. what is it? Mom knows best. Is that the uh, cliche? Yeah, yeah. So she's meeting Devin uh, Devlin at the races, and she's giving him the update. Um. And so she's saying, like, hey, you know, um, 
why did you put me in this position? And you, you could have told me not to do it. And then again, he's still being hard on this and saying, Hey, mm-hmm. the answer had to come from you. I, and I think, I think at this point she basically says, Oh, add Sebastian to my list of uh, Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, uh, my, this is, like, what's the word that she uses? And obviously she's telling him like, I slept on them. Right. She's yeah. saying that. Oh yeah. I'm like, like, geez, man, it's just that whole histrionic thing where she's like, she's into it. She's into the character. I think she calls and him then, a playmate actually i think it's a playmate i think it was oh uh, there you go um and then she's like i hate you and she's upset <laughs> about it um and then so then the again devlin man he's like he is like i think he's a misogynist now what is he what do you do what does he do in the scene like uh he 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 says because so, there's this whole other thing. What there? Well, he's also that, jealous too, and it's like, hey, you know, if you're not gonna, you know, I want you to say no, and you no, I don't, you didn't do that. It's like she's telling him, it's 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 like a it's like a battle. Like he wants her to be with him, but she's not. She's playing the role of the spy, and he's like, he's he's pissed about it. As much as he thinks he's a fed, and he wants her to like not do it. He's he, I think he's pissed that she's going through with it and doing it. Uh, oh, so the the whole thing about Sebastian has picked a horse. And the oh, horse yeah. is winning, and then so so Devlin says the line, "It looks like Sebastian knows how to pick him to pick him." Oh em. yeah. So it's yeah. like a diss on her, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And sure as heck, the next day she's like, "I got, I got to talk to you guys because uh, Sebastian Alex has proposed to me. What, what do I do?" Yeah. And she's like, she's again waiting for Devlin to say, "Like you can't. I'm in love with you. You can't possibly marry him." And nope, he doesn't say anything. And and the feds, they they're like, yeah, it's a great. They're good like, idea. oh, she's easy, she's easy. But actually, <laughs> De- Devlin idea. does defend. He does get he does get perturbed. He does defend her, but he obviously he can't win out. This is you know they got the Prescott, the the leader of the organization there, and you know what he says goes. Uh, so then they're married in a, in a very quick wedding. Um, she's moving in. She realizes that, the, that some of the doors are locked, so she wants yeah. keys to some of the locked doors. Um. And then we see that one door that has that it's Unica. that Unica Unica, which I guess is like unique, probably like Spanish or unique. I think. Oh so. yeah, I'm not really sure. I wasn't sure. It was like maybe it might have been like a company company lock made at the back in the day. Uh, let's see. So then, uh, Devlin and Alicia have this uh, park bench meeting. I probably weekly to get an update on what's going on. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. and so she's saying, "Hey, the guy was reacting to the the bottle." And so, uh, and so, uh, Devlin saying must, something must be going on. She, in the she, wine she, she had actually mentioned the bottle prior to during, like during the party, she had mentioned that. So that's, that's where it gets like, I don't have like, the key. Like he doesn't give me the key to the wine cellar. And then it puts, it's like a two and like we put two and two together. Oh, wine bottle guy, Emil looking at wine bottle, wine cellar lock. That must mean something. So Devlin says, Hey, throw a party and invite me next weekend and then get me that key. Yeah. Um, so she takes you, the key. If if you were if you were five feet tall, and you just married, you know, you married your hot, you know, girlfriend, and you know that <laughs> this guy that she might be having an affair. It's a six foot three, beautiful guy, <laughs> beautiful. Would you want him at your house? <laughs> How tall is Claude Range? I think you're. Claude Range is about five foot four. He's got. He's tiny. He's got to be like Tom Cruise. Like Tom Cruise. He's Tom Cruise. He's absolutely. No, Tom no, you're completely wrong. He's five seven. Five I'm seven. Not sure. Uh, that mm-hmm. might that they they might be fudging. <laughs> they might be fudging that. Yeah, they might okay, be. So how tall is how tall is Cary Grant? He's got to be six foot three. He's got to be the same thing as <laughs> like a, six he's nine. Be, <laughs> he's looking up the whole movie. Claude Range is looking up oh. at him, literally at yeah. his waist. 
Cary Grant. He's got to be six foot three or, or somewhere. He's got to be close to uh, Jimmy Jimmy Seward. I think I I I would think you're right. Let me. He's see. mad. He's tall, super tall. Dude's perfect, man. He's about as perfect as you can get. Yeah, chi- all chiseled, uh, well, tanned. He, and the, the, I was reading the little backstory that he he was super meticulous about his hair, his skin, his tanning. He was like the original, like George Harrison. Was that the who's that one actor? Uh, the uh, that one comedian guy that played the Love It for Spite. He was like him before its time. Um. Is he American? Oh, he's. I think he's another actor that might be, uh, like the uh, born in England came to America. Uh, okay, I got news for you, Cary Grant, six feet. What? Even. Oh, then he might have wore. He must be wearing. Uh, <laughs> either if he's six feet. Wait, because wait, she's five nine. Yeah. Then I, so then she's obviously apart. wearing pumps too. She's probably wearing pumps. Uh the, the ultimate thing is he that Claude they Rains dwarf, is tiny. They, they dwarf uh, yeah. Claude Rains. They could they could put him in in uh, in uh, what do you, what are they what are they called uh, the thing they give people to make him look taller the um, apple boxes no well those two but like in your shoe they give like Pla- the little, oh, platform like, platform platform like the platform yeah <laughs> like like Saturday Night Fever with the guy <laughs> exactly <laughs> or even hey hey mm. I all my life or for uh, or at least when I got to about the age thirteen fourteen. I was wearing boots, and the, one of the main reasons why I wore boots is because they gave me an inch and a half in my height, and I was tiny. Oh yeah, so I need that little boost. Or what about the those creepers? weren't they? weren't they? Then they have pretty yeah. Huge, the, the, huge, the, well, uh, regular creepers were only about maybe about uh, I don't. They're not even an inch, maybe about three quarters. But they had Mondo creepers back in the day, and those were like about two two to three inches. Now today, you got like seven seven foot mo- <laughs> super Mondo. I mean, and typically females wear those, but they're massive nowadays. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So he, so she takes the, so he's prepping. And so she takes the key. This is uh, Hitchcock's brilliance. She takes the key to the cellar. And when he comes out and he's apologizing for being mean to her for the Devlin thing, she has the key in her hands and you don't know which hand it's in, but what you know, it's one of the hands. I I actually thought that he might've known, like, why is he going, why is he doing this? Like, Oh, does he know? Like, uh Oh, he knows. So he takes one of the hands, opens it, and it's not the key. So you, you get a little temporary relief, and he yeah. kisses her hand. But then you're you're as an audience, as a viewer, you know the key has to you're be like, in no. the other hand, <laughs> and he's going for the other hand. So it, it's a brilliant it's a brilliant uh, creation of suspense because we know what's going to happen next if he opens that hand. He's going to oh, yeah. find the key, and yeah. and the whole thing's up. So she, in a in a in a turn of desperation, she throws her arms around him. And hugs them, and yeah. uh, that temporarily uh, uh, halts that uh, that awareness of uh, of Sebastian. Modern day Hitchcock, she probably would have straddled straddled him at this point. To uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you know, to, to really to really throw his attention off. I was going to say something else, but I, I won't. Well, be that, that too. Gra- that, oh, I, yeah, that, or that too. Yeah, I know. It won't be that graphic. Yeah. Oh, and then we have probably one of the most more famous Hitchcock. Uh, shots of all time oh. um and we have the party that's it's a it's a it's a actually a technically brilliant shot that took forever to do where we see a shot from the upstairs and we see the spiral um staircase and we see alicia and uh, sebastian down below and that shot comes from that second floor it cranes before before the the invention of a crane, by the way, oh. it goes all the way down in one shot, 
all the way down, all the way down, all the way down, and focuses on that key in her hand. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a brilliant shot. I, you got to read the history of, of how they did that shot because it took them forever to do, and it's literally probably well, they don't have the technology. Seconds. It's like, well, remember I was saying last time, last episode, we're talking about the Vertigo that mm-hmm. Hitchcock was like the James Cameron of back in the day where he was inventing. <laughs> well, because you know James Cameron, you can't say like, you can. You, know, you mean James Cameron James is the Hitchcock, is the Hitchcock <laughs> of nowadays? But you know, but but he was he. You know, everybody gives James Cameron like credit, but Hitchcock was doing this before he was. You know, when he was a kid. Yeah, that shot was uh, the shot's pretty amazing. It's an amazing shot that if you don't pick up on it, yeah, you don't understand I, didn't, the I, time. Didn't, I didn't pick. I didn't pick up on it. So yeah, yeah, it literally starts at the at the top of that staircase, and it, it tracks all the way down to her hand. So I mean, it's not like a head shot or head and shoulder shot. It goes down to that minute detail of and, her and you have the to film this without the camera shaking. So it has mm-hmm. to be done pretty steady. You can't have the. You don't want it to look bad. Yeah. And you don't have the technology that you have now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it has to be done in a way. No crane. Got to figure out how to get the camera down there steady. Yeah, you got to look at the look at the history of that shot. It's a pretty amazing shot for die? the time. Like, did anybody die like doing <laughs> this? Maybe some dismemberment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe some dismemberment. Um, and, of course, Dan, Dev, Devlin shows up. And so the, here's the other. This whole party scene is a, a pretty amazing sequence. So the whole thing is we know they got to go to the wine cellar. Yeah. Early on, they tease that the wine might run out. Oh, yeah. And so they have all these bottles of wine or champagne, whatever the hell they're pouring. And there's you're in the back of your head, you're thinking, oh, man. And they, they front load us with it. If the wine runs out, they're going to have to go down to the wine cellar to get and more it's brews. And re- it's reinforced in several scenes where you see it dwindle. You see the supply starting to dwindle. And so we know that if the wine runs out and they got to get more wine, we know that the key's not on Sebastian's key ring. Right, right. So the jig will be up, right? He'll be, that he'll is correct. Um, the, I mean, ultimately, the, that the, the jig is up ultimately because of that, because of that whole reason. So the other, so so the other thing that adds to, I, I remember, remember, I took a Hitchcock class back in the day where we saw all the films. Um, but the other thing that's kind of, of course, more wink, wink, is that Hitchcock is in that scene and oh, drinking God. some <laughs> of the wine, drinking some of the wine. So even really? he's like, See, I, I have yet to on. notice him. He's like Waldo. How do you I miss? Mean, how do you miss him? What's Hitchcock? He's like Waldo. <laughs> it is yeah, definitely. You're watching definitely this, like, you're probably told like you got to pay attention. I mean, I assume in no, your class. No, it's Hitchcock. It's Hitchcock. Yeah, but I mean, you you saw this in the classroom too, though. I'm like I'm just like independently watching this, and you're right though because you've been mentioning that he's in the movies. You so know he, he's watching. Yeah. So so let, let's take a let's go take a step back. Prior to us starting to watch this, how many Hitchcock movies would you would you say you've seen besides Psycho? Maybe Psycho. Psycho's it. That's oh, okay. Psycho's the only one that I've fully seen through. And even then, I would have to see it again to remember because it's yeah. been a while. And so, but so you're not even aware of the notion that Hitchcock is even in the oh, no. movies. No, I, I, I've heard the, you know, I've heard them say that like in various uh, like okay. know, articles and whatnot. But you know, it's like, oh, it's kind of one of those things where, I'm, like you said, he's not like M Night Shyamalan where he's like talking and doing. Well, you know, it's him because <laughs> you, because you recognize. I mean, I recognize Hitchcock, and I haven't seen him. I haven't seen his persona. Oh, you know, I take that back. We saw the TV show. You know exactly oh, what no. he looks like. No, 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 no. I take that back. Did Hitchcock not do the the bad seed? Is that one of his movies? No, I don't believe oh. so. Why do I? No. Why do I remember a narrator in that saying like this? This could have all been prevented had she been spanked. How do I remember that? <laughs> I don't know. But I don't think that's not a Hitchcock that's, film. 
That's not yeah. I remember. I remember something where he's like talk where he used to talk like in the beginning of the movies or, or what? No, you're talking about his TV show. He oh, the TV show. Narrated. Oh you know yeah, you've seen yeah. him every episode at the beginning of the Hitchcock. That's show. right, the Hitchcock show. Yeah. Man, that's that. You're right because like, you know what he looks dun, like. He's dun, 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 headed man. Yes, exactly. Dun, dun. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I forgot all about. Where is that? We have to watch that. We, we do got to watch that. Some of those yeah. episodes were pretty good, and we used to watch that. It's, yeah. yeah. Similar to the Twilight Zone, they had a lot of good writers for that You're, show. Yeah, and I, I assume there was a, I assume there was an episode similar to the Bad Sea where he goes, "This could have all been prevented uh, had she been like spanked." <laughs> Funny. Uh, yeah, we got to see if that's streaming anywhere. Yeah, probably like on uh, Peacock, maybe. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so Hitchcock's streaming. Tubi. Hey. I gotta tell you, now, I, I hate that Tubi. Why is that? Uh, all the all the commercials, oh. and if you don't sign in, it's like you don't, it doesn't save your place. So you gotta like, uh, you gotta, I hate that. I hate it. Uh, so Hitchcock's drinking the wine. Devlin and Alicia meet in the cellar. Uh, he goes in, and she's she's the lookout. And so he's um he's um looking through the. So he's looking for the label that she's described to him, and he's looking at like sheets of paper that are hanging behind the wall. Oh, yeah. And we see that again, that suspense where his hands clumsily, he's so oh, clumsy. Yeah. Come the, on. The, the, the bottle's like starting <laughs> to go to the edge. And you know what's going to happen. You know, he's got he's, one of two things are going to happen. He's going to catch it or it's not going to, it's going to fall. It is, it is brilliant. There's, I mean, oh, yeah. it's a great creation of suspense. You, we know that bottle's going to fall. Yeah. Well, Devlin, this entire the, scene, this entire scene, that's, this entire scene is suspense because even when it happens, even after it's like, and then they're coming now. Sebastian yeah. and the butler says, Oh, no, here we go. Yeah. So he breaks the bottle. Um, and he finds some sand. He describes it, I think, as black sand. So he takes a yeah. sample of it. Um, Probably doesn't want to be near it. Isn't that radioactive? <laughs> that oh, they don't know that. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what it is. He, he thinks it's some red, some mineral. He doesn't know what it is at that point. <laughs> Come on, man. If you, can, if you can walk around Godzilla and stuff like that, it's okay. <sighs> That's funny. So then, of course, you're right. The Alex and the butler are coming down, and somehow, miraculously, within 15 seconds, he cleans that whole mess up. Oh which yeah, is, which impossible. <laughs> he gets another bottle, but but it, but it's pretty. It's like a slipshod job, though, where it's just like oh, I'm gonna put the what this fake top on the top. You know, uh, the, the years don't match, but you know. yeah, he cleans that mess up a little too quickly. But that's the yeah. whole miracle of uh, cinema. When um, when Alex comes down. Um, Alicia's like, oh my god, he's right there. He's see, he's seeing us. Yeah, it, it's kind of a weird scene because I, I, I almost feel like he tells her, he tells her to push him away when he, when he does come. I, w- I would have said like, slap me, slap me, dude, to make yeah. it look like, oh, like, I'm, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a lecher, like you know, I'm yeah. trying to molest. Knee me in the crotch, man. Yeah, <laughs> me in the crotch. Or slap me, slap me, because it's visual. <laughs> like, like he can see the top, like you know, fifty percent of us. <laughs> yeah. Slap me. Uh, so yeah, so he he uh, kisses her. They have a kiss, and uh, right. and then she's like, she's she's like, she's, into it. she's like, I don't know what you're talking. Okay, like yeah, yeah. She's like, I love you, I love you, yeah. Devlin. <laughs> like damn, he's good. <laughs> I like you, Burmy. <sighs> and so she's like, hey, um, he was drunk, and he I had to take him down here because I don't want him to make a scene, and he kissed me. And this is where we find out the jig is up because when they're getting ready for bed. Oh no! They, also, no. Also, downstairs. also, you really are starting to realize that uh, the Sebastian character really is dumb. Like he really is like a patsy. <laughs> and he's dumb. 
He's well, German, he's, but he's, he's, a, he's a cuckold ultimately, right? He's, well, that too. Yeah, sort, yeah, of, that's what, sort of. Why would I invite? Why would I invite Cary Grant to my party? It's like, it makes no sense. <laughs> Me next to Cary Grant, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do <laughs> exactly. That. <laughs> She's my wife, so like so. So he realizes on this. So I'm, I'm. I made a little mistake. He realizes at that point that he does not have the key to the wine cellar. Oh, and so yeah. he tells the butler, uh, "Never mind. We got never mind. There. Let's, we let's <laughs> clean it up and call like 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 make, let's make it and clean it up. Call it a night. Give him the give him the whiskey. Give him the bourbon. Oh, yeah, like, give him we, the bourbon and whiskey. No wine. Call it a night. <laughs> Got to go to the hard stuff because he like he knows right. Like he know well he know at that point he knows he knows. Yeah, no, they yeah, don't know, that, but he knows. Yeah, because then he does a test. The, the test happens next where he's getting ready. They're getting ready for bed and he leaves his key oh, ring yeah. out intentionally. He wants to see if after the, ne- the next day in the morning, is the key going to be back on the key ring? And son mm-hmm. of a gun, Unica is. Why back did she on the fall for ring. that? She should have put that. She should have <laughs> dropped it. She should have dropped it somewhere. Yeah. Like she puts it back on the. She's not thinking, apparently. She thinks that he doesn't notice it. But no, don't do that. Drop it on the floor somewhere. So it's at that moment. So he might have suspected it, but it's at that moment he, he yeah. knows, knows that she's that she's a, a spy. Yeah. Um. He goes down to the wine cellar, and again, like you said, he realizes that the label's different. He places the bottle, realizes it's not even corked, and it's like that's uh, he, it. He all, they almost get away with it. Though. At first, he kind of glances over it, and he, but he goes to the uh, the sink and he sees the he sees wine in the sink, and that's what get piques his curiosity, and then he goes back and he looks. And then, of course, going back to the whole mom thing, he oh, yeah. he's got to tell Bubba. mom, uh, <laughs> I'm married to a spy. <laughs> yeah, like, like, what do I do? I'm married to an American spy, mom. You know, you know, you know typically I would be like kind of like annoyed at the fact this movie's not in German or they're not speaking in German. But if they are like, you know, they're, if they're doing this whole espionage thing in America, it does make sense. Because a lot of Germans speak, you know, especially if you're doing that, like, a, you know, something like bad in America, you are going to speak English. So wait. it does make sense that they're going to speak be speaking English. Wait a second. Wait a second. Not English should be speaking Portuguese. They're in Brazil. Well, you, well yeah, but they're also, <laughs> yeah, you know, you are right. You, you're, you're speaking right. Portuguese. <laughs> True, you are right. Yeah, which is, which is, which is kind of weird because we know that the, the Germans, oh, no, I, I think they did have like a like a stronghold in, uh, in uh, Brazil. But typically when you think of the Brazilian, or the the Nazis, they spend a lot of time in Argentina. They have like that, oh, yeah. You know, so yeah, but 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 I get that the you know that they, they're speaking English because they can't speak German. Now, you know, I always have that pet peeve where together, like the the conglomerate, the IG Farben, they'd be like, you know, yeah. all of a sudden they revert to German. Uh, so he tells a mom, and of course the mom's gonna handle it. It's like, leave it to me, Sebastian. Oh, like yeah. I'll take care of this. And, <laughs> and it's so funny because I I I know what's coming next. And because even she even mentions like slow, like we're gonna do the slow, like, <laughs> subtle, and, and very it, subtle. <laughs> yeah, like oh oh, I know what they're gonna, I know what's gonna come next. Here comes the arsenic, like the arsenic and old lace. Especially since they know she's a spy, they can't just offer. Exactly, they, they, they gotta to make it, it slowly. Well, she tells them we can't be involved. We can't make it that I, I, I we all can't be involved. And we and I think they oddly enough. They don't fear the American government. They fear mm-hmm. the uh, the IG Farben. Those because yeah. they know they're killers. And yeah, they, and they'll kill them. Uh, so when they do, so when she goes back and and talks to the uh, the uppers, they realize they say, "Hey, it's uranium ore." Oh yeah, that, that they found in the bottles. That's radioactive, right? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. We start making some nukes now. <laughs> uh, they're, they're trying to figure out like where. Well, we need to figure out where the, this deposit is that they're mining from. But yeah. Um. 
And then she, she, they inform her that Devlin's asking for a reassignment to a, another, to Europe, I think. Spa- Spain, maybe somewhere in Europe, I think, is the next assignment for him. He's going to Spain, yeah. Devlin's being transferred to Spain. Uh, so when they, so he's going to finish out the week, and then that's going to be, then he's going to be done. So when he meets up with Alicia on the bench, she looks bad. And he's like, uh, you look bad. And she plays it off and says, oh, yeah, I'm hungover. And so, of course, that's probably a pretty believable statement from her to him. Right, right, right. Because it plays into the way, you know, plays into the beginning of the movie where she's drinking and she's a socialite. She likes to drink. So it plays into it. Uh, so then, so there's that moment where she realizes that she's being poisoned. Oh, maybe. yeah. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a good scene. That's a good scene. Uh, but they kind of overreact too, because the guy. So the 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 other guy has put his uh cu- cup of tea. I guess he wants. Next to he you. wants. Yeah, he wants the cup, and it's like no, 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 nine, nine. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, like wait a minute, <laughs> like the, she has an epiphany, like the realization. Uh oh, I'm being poisoned. Yeah. So he, so he's trying. He almost drinks from her cup, and they bring it to his attention. Like you don't want to drink from that cup, and then of nine. course. Uh, let's see. They take her to bed, and then so Dev's waiting for her, and she's a no show. So now he's worried about her, and he talks to the boss. Yeah, she's not showing up for her final week of uh consultation. Yeah, and so the boss is like, "Well, she's on a binge. You said it. You said it yourself. She's a, she's a drunk, so she's just being a drunk." And he's like, "Yeah, this is different. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go check it out." So as he goes to the house, Alex is with his gang. Um, behind closed doors, and they're talking about. I guess they're being followed. They're being tailed now because now oh yeah yeah they're, they're noticing guys are 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 following them. Uh, and then so Devlin, as Alex is being occupied with the with the gang, he goes upstairs and sees Alicia in bed, and uh, she says, "Hey, I'm being poisoned." Um, and she, they, she tells him everything. She's like, "Like I know everything. I'm being poisoned. Like they know. <laughs> like they killed Emil. The, uh, the the IG. I, I don't know how she knows about that, but she knows about that. It's like, 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 I, like I hope you're strapped because we're never getting out of here." <laughs> and I assume Cary Grant like fakes it in the end, right? Well, he, he oh, probably, does he have a gun? He might well, have a gun. He, no? he puts, he puts yeah. his hand in his pocket, like he has yeah. a, like a piece, but I don't think he does though. <laughs> He has a finger point. He has a finger pointed in his jacket. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, he's doing the old school. <laughs> he puts his hand. He's like, "I'm, I'm gonna start shooting. I'm gonna make like a scene." <laughs> so he carries her out, and then of course he's like, uh, "I love." You. Finally, we get the declaration of love from uh, from Devlin. Um, and then when Alex and the mom confront him, he's like, uh, "You know, hey, you're right. I'm gonna shoot my way out of here. Yeah, or are you gonna let yeah. us go?" Yeah, you realize that. It, you know, I, I'm not the worst of your problems. The worst mm-hmm. of those guys sitting there, they're going to kill you. And then the mom realizes that even she's like, yeah, let them go. Like Alex help, like help Sebastian, help them. Yes, exactly. The mom's a mom's a smart one of the, of the two. Yeah. And so as the gang's watching, they're like, uh, Alex is saying, Hey, she's sick. And they're going to, and Devlin's going to hurt her cry. And he's taking her to the hospital or, or we're going to take you. To the <laughs> this is, this is a funny thing. Cause like my notes are funny on this. <laughs> my notes funny. <laughs> So Dev takes her to the car. He puts her yeah. in, and then what happens? What do you, I go. I go. So Sebastian realizes the situation and goes along, but Dev c blocks him <laughs> from getting into the car, and he's left to deal with his cohorts, who most likely know that what's going on by now. And it's cool because oh, I gotta go. Like let me go. <laughs> and he walks back into the house, and you know what? You, I mean, even though like we don't know what truly happens in the end, we know that he's gonna get it. 
uh, Carrie, Gr- I assume that uh, Alicia, pro- she might live. She might be, you know, maybe the poison hasn't taken hold. We don't truly know. We assume that she comes out of it. And, uh, you know, Dev, uh, Sebastian's dead. He's dead. He's dying. He's dying. And then the mom probably takes his place, maybe, you think? Or is the mom uh, dead, too? No, I think I think they're all, they're probably all going to be knocked off. <laughs> off no. the board. Yeah, I think they're all going to be. Yeah, he's he's done. He's done. Because they, they got to get rid of all the loose ends now. So I, I'm going to throw this out there. And then that's the end of the film. I'm going to throw this out there. Does it bother you that there's not a clear resolution no. in this movie? No, 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 because I expect that from Alfred Hitchcock. But at least <laughs> this has... This has, because honestly, I thought she was going to die. I thought, she now could. I was thinking, wow. She could die. She could still die. True. That's true. But she could have died in the bed too, though. So it's like, you know, that scene where she's telling him all this stuff, like, and I was like, oh man, this might be more depressing <laughs> than the, than the uh, vertigo. Like, this is like, you know, this is like, she's going to die. But then the fact that she, he's, he re- rescues her in a certain sense and he declared, and then they declare love for each other. It's like, it's, it works out. So it winds up being like a love story in the end. It is a love story. So is this a happy ending, you think? I think so. I, I think it is. I think it is. The good so guys, in your, in quote, your head, quote, the good guys a... win and the bad guys lose. So in your head, he gets into the hospital and they throw some type of... Uh, yeah, uh... Are... True. Yeah. I mean, you know, we assume the, well, the arsenic's been taking place for about a, what, a week now or so? Yeah. I mean, maybe aren't her or... organs like Denzo pretty much by this Yeah, point? but it takes a while for arsenic to, to really get you. I mean, I mean, how many stories have we read now? <laughs> we always read back in the days, arsenic's an old, it's a slow death. So I take it you enjoyed this one. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, if you put it with, if you put it with Vertigo and uh, what's the other one we yeah, saw? Yeah, that's a good question. Vertigo and what was the other one we saw? The, oh, the birds, the birds, the, the birds. birds. Oh man, I'm not, I, I would have to reassess this. This might be like the New Year's thing. We to, like, or not the New Year's, the, the end of the year thing. I have, I have to assess which one I I enjoyed more. Which which one has? It, like I said, I and also I like that concept of the patriotism and you know you know fighting oh, like yeah. the, you know like the, so I like that that aspect of it. So that's something you don't get anymore, like in Amer- you know in American movies, where like you know I'm doing this for the country. Yeah, right? so, the so national, I like that. The nationalist, the nationalism. It's, like, yeah. it's Rocky Four. It's Rocky Four. <laughs> exactly. <IV>. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I still think it's one of my favorite Hitchcock films. Um, it's one that's a it's an easy watch for the most part. Yeah. Uh, the pay I think I think it's probably one of Hitchcock's brilliant suspenseful movies. Um, again, I probably studied a bunch of it in in uh, in college, but I think it's it still holds it still holds up after all these years. Probably oh, yeah. still my favorite uh, Hitchcock film. I think. Yeah. 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 Speaking of year in review, oh, so any final thoughts on uh, on Notorious? No, no, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk. I'm sure we're going to be doing a lot of Hitchcock at the year in review. Uh, like I, like are, we I gonna, are we going to do any more Hitchcock, or that's it? We're done with it. Oh, sure, I'm up. Yeah, I'm, up, I'm up for more Hitchcock. Okay, um, we'll see what else we can figure out. Maybe Psycho, since that was on my overrated list. I think we probably should have saw Psycho during Halloween. That would have been perfect too. Um, so we're talking about year in review. So that's going to be coming up pretty soon. I'm not sure if we're going to do just one episode. I think we did one episode last year. I don't know if we need to do multiple episodes, but it's basically looking at what we've done over this year and talk about highlights of beer, movies, TV, music, novels is what we've talked about uh, last year. And then I mentioned that the only one out of all those subjects that's easy to do is music because that has, I have, you know, because that we have a, uh, what is it? A graph, maybe? What's it? What's it called? A, a re, an actual visual thing I can look at and see what my favorite music is. What what albums I, oh, I listen to most? Right. 
And I think we said, I think we were texting the, the most difficult one's going to be the beer. We've had so much beer. Oh, this year. absolutely. Yeah. That, <laughs> forget about it. I would have to go to untap and like, maybe like look at like the recent, like last year, all the stuff we had, oh. see which, what the highest rated beers are. And I think I know, I think, I, I think I know what my most high, highest really? rated one is. I think I do. Uh, yeah. I think I do know what my most highest rated one was. And we, and we could just talk about like, Hey, what beer stood out for us throughout the year? Um, yeah. Maybe surprises. And then again, the easy thing is like what breweries stood out for us. Cause I mean, right at this point, I gotta be honest with you, we're kind of limited into the, the breweries that we're drinking on the show. I mean, it's always kind of this going back to like other half or monkish. True. True. Maybe next, maybe next year, maybe a new year's resolution me would be we have to introduce a new brewery every episode, something like that. Oh, okay. There's not, come on. There's an endless amount of breweries to choose. That's from, true. So. That is true. That is true. Maybe we have to have one beer that is from a brewery that we haven't had before on the show. Maybe we can do a, a New Year's resolution. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. We do. We do about. Jeez, we're at this rate fifty-two times. We're almost in a hundred episodes a year. It seems like so. Can we do? Is there a hundred? You gotta be a hundred breweries easily. Should, should be. Shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I'm mean, talking about, and that could be worldwide. Worldwide. None doesn't have to be just you know. We can get some stuff that's out of the out of the oh, country. Yeah. Uh, I think there's fights on today, right? Is there? I haven't, I haven't seen a UFC fight in so long. Uh, there's fights going on right now. Oh. Go check out. Uh, any final words? No. Speaking of fights, so did you see that? Uh, I think it was who was a guy? Was it Strickland or somebody? Was like, uh, like somebody was getting robbed or something. Like, uh, it's like a carjacking, and some dude was drunk, oh, and he he went to like Strickland's house to like hide by his car. What? And then he came out with a gun, like a gun. Oh, shoot. And he had him at like point blank, but he he didn't shoot him. And then the guy tried to get up and like leave. And so he just like slapped, he just, I mean, he was a fighter. So he just like, yeah. knocked, just, like knocked him down. Like, oh, yeah. Is that video? Is there a video of that or not? Yeah, yeah, it's a video. Yeah, there's, oh, there's a video of it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. You, you got to watch it. Yeah, you got to watch it. What's the in Texas? What's the what's the disease? It's got probably Miami. Yeah, well, well, Strickland's a yeah, Strickland's a you know, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's an American, he's a patriot. Like, good old boy, good old boy. I don't know if he's a good old boy, but he's like he's a guy that's guns and I'm a, I'll beat the crap out of you. <laughs> uh all right. And I think this fight's coming on pretty soon. Okay. All right. Is anything else? No. All right. It's been Bruise Views and Other Nerdities. I'm Leonard. I'm Gregory. And we'll talk to you soon. See, this 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 it should be something scary should be happening right now. <laughs> Almost crucial. This would be good, like a Notorious. I can see this like a, a Notorious. I'm going to rescore Notorious. <laughs> <laughs>